This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons from ThereWillBeDungeons.com. Scott Johnson here with Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, Kyle Ferguson, and Kristen Ashton, and we are here again to play a little D&D in the world that Bo has so carefully crafted for us. Before we get going too far into the show, I'd like to read an email from uh, the previous week's emails, and today is no different. This is from Trent DuPont, which I think is French for Trent the Pont, and it says this, the Rube Goldberg of D&D podcasts. That was his subject. He goes on to say, hey guys, I love the show, and I've been listening since the first episode. Huge thanks to Bo for not screaming into the mic anymore. Oh, hey. Right. <laughs> uh, Don't after, worry, it's coming. <laughs> after, uh, ma- yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure it's on purpose. Maybe we just haven't had a screamer in a while. But anyway, after listening to the latest hilarious and convoluted attempt at problem solving uh, <laughs> by trying to scare the guard by creating a ghost in the closet, it occurred to me... <laughs> That it might be funny if Bo uh, took a few minutes every month or whatever to go over obvious solutions to problems he threw in your way. Clues he left you, treasures you might have missed, how you could have disarmed traps, etc. Just a thought. Keep up the great work. Trent. Well, Trent, I will put aside the fact that every bully I ever knew in junior high was named Trent. I know, it's got nothing to do with him. He's fine. I'm sure he's a nice Trent, but I only knew bad Trents. Uh, it's a good point, Bo. I'll bet there have been multiple occasions where there's been like a more obvious, safe, otherwise reasonable way to do a thing, and then we've decided to go a different way, or we've you know gotten it too complicated when really the 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 solution was simple. Do you ever want to sit down for like a little, just a little, uh, you know, hey, here's a couple of things you may have missed that you could have done or whatever? Would that be a fun thing um, for you to do? Yeah, I mean, it's something we can certainly talk about doing for sure yeah i'm I'm totally into it why don't we give an example now since you're well on your way into the tiet kala keep uh you fought your way through but maybe an easier way i'm not entirely sure might have been just going straight to the authority and asking to go in (laughs) you mean we didn't have to go through we didn't have to find a way in and break in and go through a bunch of come up with a few white lies say you work for the principal make a few skill checks and off you go into the keep that might have happened. Huh. All right. Now I'm thinking about everything we've ever done. Kyle's got incredulous face, but I've planned for it. Did I have That's to get right up? up in DM jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DM uh, penalty box. So did I not have to get right up all inside Gorp's crotch? Probably not, right? I probably could have done something else. <laughs> well, there, I didn't really plan a dungeon inside of his pants, so that was really all on the spot. That was all you and your dark fantasy, Scott. Well, it was a great time for everyone. There was no problem to be solved. You're just like, great, he's asleep. I'm going in his pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, I... You really wanted that uh, that, that necklace. I yeah. mean, that's what you went in there for. That's right. I just didn't think you anyone would want a necklace that badly. Well, here's what I would say. If you want to be like Trent and ask the hard-hitting questions... And give us your suggestions. You can head on over to therewillbedungeons.com and do that very thing. There's a little contact button. You can't miss it. Hit it. Send us your message. We'd love to hear from you. 
All right, before we get cranking today, let's take a look back with Kristen's summation of last week. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons. My mistake, muttered the mature tiefling. Nobiary by name, he had helped Hope's house by way of spiritual speaking. Affirming her affiliation to the Akmenos ancestry, Hope was indeed the intended inheritor of the Tietkala tribe, but before building a bedrock for besieging her birthright, everyone needed a nap. Dientalis disappearing, Stanley soon stood, expressing his sadness and soreness regarding the situation surrounding George. Talks continued. In front of the fall of Tietkala to ferocious fangs, Nobieri had negotiated with none other than Katobal Praith, throwing thousands into the weir, all waiting for a welcome war. The group confessed their connection to the kid and quickened Nobieri's call to Katobal Praith with the Chateau Weir Key, themselves staying to seek out their celled sidekicks. Daring the dungeon with the lift of a ladder, they climbed chains and rocketed rapidly into a now ransacked repository. Pod on patrol told them two teat guards turned the turf. Nash silently slunk and then slept them. Thinking quickly, he and Pod poured perceived pixie blush into their portholes, profusely poisoning them. Finally free to find their friends, Stanley split to sift through curious crates while the remainder ran to the receptacles. Tedna and Bok Bok flew from their confines, but Angelashi, missing from the mix, had been pitched into the pit for her penance. Now rejoin our heroes as they continue sifting through the spoils of a soldier-free slammer and prepare for the impending war within the walls of the Teat. Wow. It's intense stuff we did last week, you guys. You said the Teat so much, I feel we should just change the name of our show to that. Yeah, there will be Teats. It ends so nicely, right? We end it with the Teat. Mm -hmm. The Teat. The Teat. So you're going to tell me to take it away, Scott? Yeah, Bo, take it away. All right, this is me taking it away. I've picked it up. I'm taking it. We're away. (laughs) When last we left our heroes, they were in a um, cellar area, presumably uh, still beneath ground, but somewhere closer to, if not, the basement of the keep, sometimes known as the Teat, and sometimes known as Tiet Kala. Tedna is currently uh, hugging uh, and kissing Hope profusely while Bok Bok does the same, although it's more biting. Nash has just found out through a quick toss of words from Tedna that Angelashi was taken to the pit of despair to be fed to the fragger, justice uh, served, uh, that uh, she's been pronounced a traitor to the Guzzle Gang. And I know she's dead, right? You've been told she's dead. I've been told that she's dead. Okay. Just making sure that was the implication. You've been told she'd been taken to the pit by Tedna. Just at the end of the last episode. Okay. My teeth is... I've been eating a ton of... Ew! My tongue... (laughs) Your tongue is black. I've been eating blueberries. I just just noticed... Dude, you're gonna you're gonna get rolled away like they did in that uh, movie uh, with the uh, Mr. Candy Face Man. What's, what's the name of the movie? <laughs> where, where the girl Willy ate Wonka? Willy Wonka? She ate the, she ate the blueberry gum or whatever <laughs> and got all fat. You don't want that. Sorry, no. This is a terrible way to start a show. My tongue is like it's purple. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's otter pop. I might have to go to the emergency room. <laughs> you're gonna get the shits is what you're gonna get. But go like ahead. A chow chow. <laughs> Oh my god, I ate too many blueberries, everyone. Sorry to derail the show. Um, 
But yeah, so you guys are in this prison area. There are three cells on either side. You've unlocked and opened up the cells containing Ted and Bok Bok. The reunion's in progress. Mm. I want to say get a room to Ted and Hope, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to look at you like get a room. How about that? I'm still dealing with the fact that the only woman who ever showed me any affection is probably dead. So I'm making a face and holding very still. All I can think about is how blue my tongue is. It's hard to forget, to be honest. Take a selfie. Why I'm being showered in bok bok bitey kisses. So I'm having a good time. <laughs> Hopeful kind of push Tedna away and go up to Nash and and hug him. Oh, that's really sweet. And then Tedna, Tedna will come and join and hug the three of you. Yeah, <laughs> really? And like and like a group consolation hug. Okay. You all right, Nash? Yeah. I don't understand. Was this while we were Tenno gone? Was, Why, when did this happen? How long ago? Tedno whispers to Hope. Why are we hugging Nash? Get a, Don't hug me then. <laughs> He's weird, Hope. I say to her. Hope <laughs> will just shake her head. This is a very awkward situation for Hope. She's clearly <laughs> done something she doesn't know how to deal with. Uh, 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 well, Nash and, and the elf, they, they were very close. Yeah, well, I just mean I don't know why he's here hugging us. What? Why is he in the circle? What, go, go away, Tedna. All right, man, whatever. Just step to the side for a minute. We're not that sorry, close. Sorry about your, sorry about your friend. I, he, he walks off to the side. Hold on. I may have questions for you later. You don't get to go anywhere. All right. Can you, you, if you, so if you guys can continue, I got to rush off for a quick second. Where are you Just going? Just keep going. Where are you going? Uh, I have to go. I'm, this is not in character. I've got to go deal with my blueberries. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I knew it, dude. There's a lot of fiber in blueberries. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, we we have to deal with your blueberries sometimes. <laughs> We've all gone autopilot on those CD goodies. Yep. I thought it was just doing him or doing Tedna because Tedna kind of has yeah. a normal guy voice. It's not uh, accented or whatever. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we're still talking to Tedna here. It's like, no, I got to. Guys, I got to go. All right, Tedna, get out. Mm-hmm. I've get never, out, Tedna. I've never, eaten, in this I've never eaten so many whoa, so many blueberries that they made my tongue a different color. I just want to put that out there for everybody listening. So I'm I'm also a little worried about how often he's not going to be able to sit still the rest of this weekend. Should be okay though. Uh, what do we do without him? Should we go ahead? Does he need to hear I, this? We are P. Yeah, no, I, well, we could table talk too since he doesn't allow it much. That's oh. true. Oh. You guys get any good spells at yes. your level? Because oh, yeah. I can now set things on fire. Yes. Uh, I picked up. Hold on a second. What's it called? It's a little bit of, I mean, I have to admit, I'm kind of taking a page out of John's book, but I picked up Alter Self. 
So I can. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I can shape shift basically and change my. Well, I can change Fix my appearance. the real problem. Exactly. So I, I can. <laughs> if we're in a situation where everyone's like, what's wrong with freaking pimply faced weirdo cloak guy over there? I can change my appearance and just be a normal looking dude. Or I have an aquatic adaptation, which gives me gills oh. and the ability oh. to breathe underwater. I get swimming speed. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Or. I can grow claws and natural weapons, fangs, spines, horns, whatever, kind of uh, Wolverine style, and use those in fights. And uh, as ma- natural weapons, I can imbue them with magic. There's all kinds of cool stuff. So Look that's why I picked you. it. Yeah, it was yeah. that. It was that or the fart spell. So I went with that. I mean, I'm surprised you put that fart spell away. To be honest. <laughs> I mean, it was actually, best, it's a decent Aquaman AOE. over uh, the fart. Did they it, have gills in Aquaman? N- no. Uh, no. Yeah, they just. Did they? Oh, the movie? Yeah, no. They vomited Evangelion style when the water. I remember only the highborn could oh, breathe there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Evangelion style from the from the anime? Did they do that? I never yeah. got, I never started watching that, even though John recommended it. But there's no. I yeah. don't know how strong a recommendation that was, Scott. It's uh <laughs> It's an adventure. Yeah, you seemed mm-hmm. you seemed pretty high on it at the time, and I was willing. I just have forgotten, so I probably need to get around to it. But but I know what you're saying because this is also what they did in um, um, the abyss. The abyss, right? yes. Yeah, yeah. Ed Harris would come up and just brrr and hork it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so then and then hope I appreciate all your kind words. Oh, hi, Bo. We didn't see you there. Hello. Blueberries dealt with. <laughs> phase one del boca vista phase two is yet to go i was thinking there's gonna be a theme for this episode hey, it's not me for I once ate, this is great I, I i ate too many blueberries on the show before the show yeah. i'm sorry everyone it's all right all right so you guys oh. had a private conversation we did it was just consoling and that yeah. sort of stuff yeah helping nash through his loss mm-hmm. yeah yeah even stanley stopped by for a bit too but there really... is a great question for you in the chat Oh, Nash, that okay. you can check out. Because oh. I'd like to know if you have that ability. Uh, let's see. They say, oh, is it the Wraith? Is that the one? Oh, no. Yeah, Tazari wants to know. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the answer is maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right? I hadn't thought about it. I'm not going to tell oh. Bo what that is because I could really surprise Bo with that. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hadn't, hadn't considered it. So thank you, chat room, for that. All right. Sorry, Bo. You're back. Blueberries dealt with. Yep. Continue. Oh, well, uh, Tedna shuffles off to the corner. He, he kicks up the dust a little bit, and he's like, all right, guys, we, we can't, ju- can't just hang around here. We got to go, everyone. We're, we're in danger. What have you learned, Tedna? Um, uh, did, well, Hope, did you get my letter? Yes. What I learned was in there um, that there's um, a wedding happening uh, this weekend and the Toyota hosts are coming. Wait. Nash butts in and says, where are you getting letters? How are you getting letters here? How is that? How well, is that um, a thing? So so uh, Hope and I had like a private um, talk. And I told her I had a plan. I was like, we should... I should sneak in. And I got a job like easy. I went down to Malinar's uh, where I, I knew I just asked a few questions and some of the 
girls that work there. They also work like part time in the castle, just like doing cleaning and stuff for them to get uh, guzz bolts. So I was like, I'm looking for work. Hook me up, you know. So like I got they just sent me right in. And then when I got in, I kind of like had to ditch. There's this like trainer guy and it was hard to ditch him because he kept wanting to teach me to like make sure to, to dust things properly and where all the equipment was. But as soon as I could get away from him, I started sneaking around the castle and looking around. And then, and then what then once I like wrote the stuff down, I found um, they didn't want to let me leave. So I found one of the one of the girls I knew from Malinar's. Her name was uh, Jill Sandwiches, and <laughs> and and I gave her a note. And then, if hope you got it, then you met her. She dropped it off. She, I'm glad that worked out. But it you was my hint I, in the basement. I said I, I thought I felt a breeze, and you found you, you found your way in. Wasn't through the basement, but we did find our way in. Well, we're in the basement, though. We're in a jail. <laughs> well, yeah, this place, this place is in the in the basement of the keep. The keep's like right above us. Up, hmm. you know, some flights of stairs, but like they keep a, a food storage down here. And there's a passage that leads to like a really scary crypt place. It's a place that Meister Softhead likes to go to, like, just be by himself because no one really goes in there. Um, so yeah, I went down there with him just to talk because, like, the, the, I mentioned who the Meister Softhead was. He's the only person like I could kind of befriend to try and get information out of. Are they just letting you walk around up there? No one's stopping you or asking where you're from or accusing you of anything? You're allowed to just sort of freely mingle? No, man. I had to, like, sneak around, you know? Like, I can't really walk around freely. I got to pretend like I'm going somewhere. Mm. Like, I'll pick up a bucket and, like, like hurry off. Like, I'm, oh, I've got to go clean something, you know? It's really dangerous. I did a really good job. Well done. But then I, I got what happened was like I, I was like just minding my own business. I think pretty much I was like getting away with things, you know, and and there wasn't any problems. And then all of a sudden there was like this short little like he was, I had to be like, I mean, he's the size of soft head, but he didn't look like a gnome. He had like orange hair and he just pointed at me and the guards picked me up and threw me in here without any explanation, man. Hmm. A Orange cat? hair? A cat. A cat. A cat Wait. didn't. What? <laughs> Would Buttons have shaved himself to look like a human? Hope's fuming, if it is indeed Buttons. Well, he said, Mash goes, well, he said soft head. Did he not? Oh, the size of soft head. No, the two different people. two short guys. I made friends with, with this soft head guy because he's like a noble, but he's from, he says, the principal city, but it's like nobody here really, he says nobody likes him. They all kind of treat him crappy, but because of some deal he made, you know, he's becoming a noble or whatever. He's just waiting for them to come here to pick him up to take him to the principal city. Does sound like the cat. 
in disguise. I Wait, mean. no, there's no, there's no cat. There was a different guy who who had me thrown in jail. Mm. It wasn't Softhead who had me thrown in jail. It was just a short, little, berobed, curly, orange hair. Came to me with a couple of those uh, Guzzle Gang guys. Who were like, you know, lock him up, and then they locked me up. And, and I've been asking for an explanation, and they won't explain. Have you seen his face? Yeah. Did it look like a person or a cat? It was a human face, I think. With, unless it's some kind of... I don't know what gnomes look like. Maybe he was a gnome, too. Or he, some... He had, like, a facial features, human person. human nose, human eyes. He had a human nose, human eyes, human teeth. He had freckles, if that matters. If I get my hands on this guy... Well, was it Softhead? Softhead, I, I this is in character. Softhead is why? Why do I know that name? That's do a. You remember Dust Hill? It's a name? Dust Hill thing. Is this that? It's not that Softhead. I think it is. The very same. What? He sold out Dust Hill to Slave Town. We didn't watch him die. No, we I didn't. hit him with a wrench. I assumed he was down with everyone else and gone. No, the last time you seen Softhead, uh, Varel threw a wrench at him mm-hmm. underground just before you got to Moat Ferain. It knocked him into an underground river, and then he washed away with the river. Yeah, I would have presumed he was dead from that. So this is a surprise to Nash, Magard of the Solar Mines. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley? Ted oh, perfect. Oh, Varel. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> How often is this place trafficked? I don't know. I've only been here a day. Like, well, I mean, I've been in here a couple days, but I was only free to walk around for about a day and a half. And in your time in this cell? I didn't hear much of anything ex- except when this, your, your go- like, you know, Bok Bok showed up. He said a lot of, ay, 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 you know how he talks. <laughs> a lot of that. I don't speak goblins, so I don't know. Hmm. But I do have a sense of the layout of the place. But we just, we gotta, I think we gotta leave, right? Like, we came here and he looks to hope. We came here to find find Jolt. Mm-hmm. And sh- she's in here, but she's guarded behind a lot of men. Well, we, she's still here. We came here for her. Part. We came here, but I'm not sure you did. I mean, you came look, here to make Hope, out I with want, Hope. I want to. I want to kill every one of these wart heads and make out with you. Looks, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he goes, "Screw you, man." Serious. You, on, all man. I've seen why, from why, you. Why are you giving me a hard time? You disappear for who knows how long. You come in here. The first thing you do is put your tongue down the, the tiefling's throat. What am I supposed to think? He feels a whoa, little... Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, that's my girlfriend. Is this... I look at Hope. Mutually? I mean, I don't want... Hope, I, like, we're just not calling it a thing. This is like, we're in an intense struggle, but like, that's my girl. Don't call it a comeback. So why don't you, show, so why don't you show, show some respect to Hope? <laughs> I was just going to start coughing. <clears throat> Uh, we do need to get you and Bok Bok to safety. <clears throat> Fine. I wave it off. 
Man. Where is our friend Stanley? He well, went to go search the crates. Stitch. Okay, the, oh, so, search. Sorry. They said stitch. Because we could get to say, well, all right. I mean, we're let's say, like, how did you get in here? We're because oh, he, he Tenda walks towards you, sort of grabs your shoulders, and he says, "Hope, what do you want to do? We're about as close as we'll ever get to killing Jolt." Well, not yet. Do you want we need us to just go to get Stanley, with, with, and we need to up and sh- shoot as many as we can. No, no, not yet. It's not time yet. All right, I'll follow your follow your you know as I've always have. I'll follow your decision. Thank you. But oh man, I, I want to. We should go kill. We should go. I maybe we could dress up as some of these guys. There are too many people up there, Edna. It would be suicide. But if we like put a mask on, like some of them, they patrol around with the, the these like plate, these armored suits. They look like I don't even know what kind of world they're from. They're just these armored suits. Oh no! We could walk around with the suits, with the armor suits down, and, and maybe we could s- sneak into the noble house and get Jolt. Potentially, but not right now. There's there are a lot of pieces in play at the moment. All right. It's not as simple as walking up there. Okay. Well, I'll trust your decision. It's, this is your call. Thank you. Right, guys? It looks at Nash. He's like, right? This is Hope's call. Nash can choose whether he joins in or not. I'm going to help because I have loyalty. I don't like the way he talks about you. I'm loyal to He's Hope. Weird. Regardless of Hope and her decisions and whatever you are in her life, I'm loyal to her. But not to you, you twerp. And I haven't been since the day you were here. You were you were dead weight on the Fate Four. You're kind of dead weight now. I don't know if we're, you're even telling us is true. Hope's gonna slowly start walking toward where Stan. Listen, is. I've I've been fighting. I've been fighting for the freedom of pristine. And I know, like, I'm a young guy and I have lots to learn. But I've been asking you guys to teach me stuff instead of give me shit all the time. And look now, don't be mad just because hope sees a lot of potential in me and you don't old man <laughs> you know Tedna we're all aging at the same rate sage advice tell me more Nash no no it's fine Got just, when they're young when they're young they think they're not aging but they are no, no slower or faster than the rest of us. One day he'll be as old as that old man book tiefling that came out the other day or today. So it doesn't matter. The point is, I'm behind Hope a hundred percent, and I trust her. I don't trust you, so she'll make whatever calls I follow. Look, if you trust her, then you trust me, okay? No, it doesn't work like that, Mister Family Tree. It no, doesn't work it, like that. No, it does. It no, does. No, here's how it works. Yeah, it does. She'll decide if it's because of something you said. Fine. But it's still going to be her I listen to. That doesn't mean I'm listening to you and doing anything you say. Because I don't. Well, You're- what if she tells me to do something and it's something she told me to tell you? Then you got to listen to me. we got to work together. I will only confirm it with her 
I'm not going to go in the other room and then have you come in there and go, hey, Nash, Hope told me a thing. I'm not just going to go, oh, okay. I'm going to go in there and ask her. <laughs> so just so you know, that's how it works for me. Confirmation through Hope. That's the layer. Whatever, man. That's the layer of Whatever, a transaction. Man. I'm not going direct to Tedna. I say to everyone in the room. Whatever, man. Is this a human thing? I, you know, the only the only reason why I don't <laughs> kick your ass right now is because I know Hope would be mad. But if it weren't for Hope, I'd kick your ass right now, all the way up and down this. You can't kick my room. ass. It's literally not possible for you, Tedna. Lord of the Dirt to do anything close to kicking my ass. Is that an intimidation? Maybe. Are you are you provoking him, or are you trying to defuse the situation? I'm trying to. I'm provoking him. All right, intimidation roll, please. Okay. <laughs> Fourteen. Sort of a, a look of thoughtfulness appears to finally cross Tedna's face. And he decides to shut up. And he goes to the hallway uh, where near the exit of the cellar is and waits quietly. That's what I thought, thought, says Nash. That's what I thought. When I fold my arms and I look self-satisfied. I told the punk what to do and how to where to go. <laughs> to you, Varel, Bach says, When he, young man. <laughs> In time, Bach Did you enjoy your bodies before you were captured? Bach no finish! Bok Bok sad. Bok Bok angry. Humans are confusing. Many men's put Bok Bok in cage. Bok Bok wants to eat. Did they feed you? No. They, they, they no come. They just laugh Bok Bok. Laughed at Bok Bok. Soon to be chieftain of the tribes. Bok Bok want kill all. Hmm. Can we kill Vorel? We keep that one for now. And this is all in Goblin, I point at Tedna. He is an informer, a spy. Bok Bok hate spy. Bok Bok want eat spy. Yes. We will in time. I Bok Bok agree. Then it's agreed, and I'll pick up Bok Bok, put him on my shoulder, and we'll head towards after Hope, after Stanley, to find them. Vorel have Blowy. Surely we can find you, Blowy. But we should arm you all the same. Make Blowy. Yes. Bok Bok find need Blowy to make Blowy. Yes. Still Morel. Bok Bok can't make blowy if no blowy. Understood. Important. Blowy. Very. Very. We find blowy. 
I'm off to right. search for Blowy. I say. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, sorry, Stanley, did you, did, did that happen last week or was it while I was dealing with my blueberry situation that you went out into the hallway? I take it you're uh, not with the rest of the party. I went that way when they went to deal with the guards. So you said we would get to that this week. Okay, perfect. So, um, you went to the left or the right, sorry? Uh, I went to the left where you said there were barrels and some crates and stuff like that. Okay, you make your way quietly to the left. Please roll a stealth check, please. Sure. Uh, 16. Okay, uh, so you creep down the hallway and uh, you see a bunch of barrels sort of facing up in front of you and the passage turned to the right. And as you make the right, hugging the barrels, you see that there's an opening sort of in the middle and the passage opens up into a large room. Uh, the, the large room, about uh, maybe about 100 by 100 feet, very large hall underground with brick wall. It's on either side of the walls and on the back there are large again barrels there are buckets of grain there are bags and duffels it appears to be a food store you also as you get close i think you hear the faint sound of someone talking can't quite make out what it is but you hear and it seems to be coming from that room. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and creep a little closer, see if I can get to where I can hear it. Okay. Uh, as you creep a little closer, you see um, sort of sitting in the center of the room on the floor, you see someone sitting Indian style on the ground. It's a person, maybe about two or three feet tall. They have um, what appears to be uh, like this clothing on them, like these leggings with these little booties that like curl up. has like a hat on top, like a square. There seem to be flowing robes. Uh, they're just sort of sitting. Uh, the person is sitting in the center of the food store room, muttering to themselves. Um... Still can't hear what they're saying, right? No, no. Uh, do I recognize the person at all? Uh, the person is not facing you, so you can't see them. Okay. Uh, so when I looked at the barrels and stuff that were in the hall, that's what you were saying was filled with like foodstuffs, or that's what's in the other room? They're likely mead barrels. Okay. They're they're in both rooms. Okay, and in the crates you said it was grain? You're kind of in the same room. There's just walls that appear to be there to organize and store the barrels. Are we separated by anything, or is there is there a door, or could I potentially approach the figure? There's no door. I'm going to see if I can slip a little closer, uh, mm -hmm. seeing as he's got his back to me, 
see if maybe I can get within hearing range, but you know, try and move in a stealthy way, not just sure. walk. You know, you notice that there are tor- there are lit torches on either side of the room past the person, um, so that there is some illumination as you get closer. Um, so you have to make a stealth check. Uh, the end that you're in will be in darkness. Okay. Make a second stealth check for me, please. Uh, let's say 13. Okay. As you get closer, you attempt to remain quiet. Um, however, uh, there is some weight and footsteps that carry up. And as you approach, the, the, the figure sort of stops mut- muttering to itself and stops and looks around. And as it looks around, it sees you and stops. You recognize the face to be that of Softhead. He's wearing a hat. He's got little booties on. He's dressed up all like a little noble. And it appears he was here muttering or crying to himself in some way. And you've caught him in the middle. Uh, I don't hesitate. Out comes diplomacy, parlay, and I send it at him. Okay. All right. Roll for initiative, please. Uh, 11. All right, perfect. So his role, uh, he's higher on the initiative tracker. As you go out to... So before you're able to do anything, he dashes uh, down the hallway and around the corner out of view. Crap. Just barely... You can just barely make him out. I can still see him, though. Yes. But he would be... uh, He would have moved... 80 feet? No, sorry, 60 feet uh, farther down the hallway and um, out of range for your diplomacy. If you chase after him, you'd still you'd, you'd gain back the ground and distance you were between him as you chase him down the hallway. Uh, kind of the most wanted person in this entire town, which is a problem. No, I'd chase him. I'd go at least the 30 feet. Uh, I'm going to go the 30 feet and cast Phantasmal Force on him and project an image of a stone wall lifting in front of him. Okay, perfect. Uh, What's the saving throw that he has to make? Uh, Intelligence 16. All right, natural 20. He saves and runs right through the illusion. I'm like His mind just does not appear to be... Well, he wouldn't run. It's not his turn, but he is not affected by it. Okay. Unless, is there a different failure on that one? Or it's just it's a whiff on a fail? I think it... No, nothing happens. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. And you're Stanley today or Dianetalis? Stanley. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't have an effect on him. Okay, well that's that's all I can really do then for that turn. Okay, Softhead continues running for his turn. It's your turn. He runs out of view. All right. I'm gonna impress upon you the fact that he may alert the entire keep as to your presence. Yeah, I'm gonna turn around and start running back. Let everybody know we're going to have company, probably. 
Okay. So I'm not going to uh, catch him. Before you're able to turn around and run back, you've run far enough into the head of the room that several uh, several men rush out from the corners and get close to you and hold uh, with shotguns out and approach you. There are eight in total. Eight in yeah. total? Eight in total. They appear as though they've been waiting for you as they walk out of the sides of the barrels hidden behind spaces. They walk close to you and before you're able to get away they're within ten feet of you. All with guns on, on you. Then you hear some footsteps. Your spurs. Ching, 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 ching. Then from around the corner where the barrels are, Jolt Elagos appears. Leans up next to the one of the barrels of mead, crosses her arms, and goes, Finally, finally got here. We've been waiting for you. It would seem my reputation precedes me, uh, Miss Elagos. Yeah, that's right. Fred, make sure you get those guns on him. And then one of the guy, dead men gang moves up with one of the shotguns he has in his hand and plants it square on your neck, right on the side. All right. Uh, so why don't you call your friends over? Seems you wandered off and got a little lost, but why don't you call your friends in here? We need to have a little talk. I'm afraid it's just me. Oh, Magic Man, I know you've got a way. And I know that they're all with you. You got Hope with you. You got Varel with you. You got Nash. And you got... Uh, Hope's uh, friend, Tedna, and that little goblin shit that you keep around. I know all of it. And how did you come upon such information? And she looks over to another guy out the shadows. And she's like, come here. Come here, Ron. And Ron walks up from behind the shadow, and Ron's holding... A radio and he's holding this radio in both hands and he walks up towards Jolt Jolt reaches out and turns it on and you hear the wee 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 and then she turns the dial and then all of a sudden there's silence and then on over the radio on the radio you hear Nash and Tedna arguing <gasps> she's like We've been listening in the whole time there, Stanley. Well, well isn't that something? And we don't know this, right? We don't hear any of this? <laughs> no. Shit. I hate this. Go ahead. Well, so, uh, why don't you... Uh... We're Call your friends in. off from where they are, but I can certainly take you to them. I mean, I could yell, but it's not going to do very none much of your, good. None of your fancy tricks. Bring them in here. Uh, 
And then Fred pushes the gun a little bit into your neck, and he's like, you just try something. Fancy man. All right. Um, I will go ahead and call out, and I'll just yell, uh, what's taking so long? Where is everybody? And as I'm doing that, I'm going to use my action to slowly switch to Dian Talus. I think we've decided it takes about a round to do, right? Uh, yes, we did. You're going to relinquish control over to him. Okay, yep. so here's what we're going to do. Uh, I've got to... Sorry, what did you call out? You called out. One I thing said, at a time. Uh, What's taking so long? I need you all to get here. What What's keeping you? All right. So the rest of the party hears that. You hear uh, Stanley yelling down the hallway. What's taking so long? I need you here. We're on our way, Stanley. And then will you let me know as soon as I become Diane Talis? Yes. But we're going to go back to the rest of the party. Are you so you hear that? Hope yells back her acknowledgement that you're coming. You guys don't know what just happened in the other room. Do we sound yeah. what was his voice like? Did he sound distressed? Did he sound sounded like Stanley? Okay. Just Stanley. So I'll just keep going down the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. I I was some length behind her anyway, with Bok Bok on my shoulder. So the five of you uh walk down a hallway and turn around the corner. And you enter into a large food store chamber. There are large barrels on either side and on the back wall. There's bags of grain. There's uh, different types of dried food stuff everywhere. And as you enter into this large area, you see in the center of the room, two torches on the left and right, sort of in the corners, you see eight men with shotguns pointed at Stanley, standing in the center of the room. To the left, you see Joltelagos, with the red vest, or red pants, bandolier, two pistols on either side, hat tipped back a little bit, braided hair hanging down. She's got her arms folded and she's leaning up against the barrel, waiting for you. She's like, My, my, my. If it isn't our brave heroes. Finally. You, you walk in on this. Am I dying to tell us yet? You are now dying to tell us. All right. As soon as dying to tell us takes over, I am going to cast Thunderstep. You said that the guys with shotguns were within ten feet. They are within ten feet, and they've they have a ready to action if you do anything to shoot you. Okay. Well, Thunderstep is like Misty Step. I completely vanish, and I'm going to teleport 90 so, feet close to my allies. What's the speed of the Misty Step? Uh, well, Thunder Step is an, is an action. Okay. So you'll be, you'll be shot at before you do that. Oh. They, they're <laughs> readied up to shoot. So what, what are the requirements of the spell? I, just verbal. Okay, so they'll hear you casting magic and shoot you. 
I'm disclosing it beforehand instead of you just finding out and me killing your character, which may happen uh, here. Alright, we'll hold it then. That's fine. Now, Misty Step, I think, is a reaction. It is. And does it have any requirements? I'm not casting Misty Step, though. Let's okay, I was just wondering, step. as an alternative, you might be able to Misty Step out, but then if it's an action... No. They have a readied action on you, so they will trigger their readied action. Um, okay, so uh, he's sta he's standing in the center. Hope looks across his... She's gone. Not Hope, uh, Jolt. You guys have close names. Leans against the side and says, Well, we've got a lot of catching up to do. And she looks over to Varel and she says, It's good to see you again. Good to see you as well. The first person to refer to us as heroes. I like this. Well, you've done me a great favor. I have mean, we? You have. You might have heard. I'm to wed uh, Prince Aladwir. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm finally going to be a settled woman. And then her, yes. sort of, her gang laughs and they all chuckle. <laughs> this kind of evil, menacing way. Just the... <laughs> I'll join them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so full of babies soon, yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm gonna have me three little gray, gray, green-haired freaks, and I'm gonna be happily ever after on this pile of shit. I'm very happy for you. He understands sarcasm, right? He looks to you, Stanley. Or Diane Tellus. Not particularly. Well, Hope looks sadly at Diane Tellus, realizing that Stanley's gone already. I got someone here who wants to talk to you. And then a shadow extends from around the corner. You hear a little patter-patter of as another figure approaches. It's a cat. It's the cat! From around the corner, you see the cat show up. Gosh dang it's it! Buttons. Piece of Full shit. robe, cat face, two feet tall, and he goes, Hello! It's good to Hello, see bud. you again! Go choke on a fish. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You've been most helpful. I'm very grateful for all the assistance you've provided here today. And as he walks up, walks up to you, Stanley, and says, Thank you, Stanley. You have created a very compelling situation for the principal. And without you, we would not all be here right now. I suppose you want some answers. He looks over to Jolt. He says, you see, that one night where I disappeared from your company, Stanley, or was it Diane Tallis? Am I speaking to Diane Tallis right now? He looks, his little cat paws. Sent me to meet with, well, he sent me over to the 26 block gang territory, presumably in an attempt to murder me, because I was going to reveal his secret to the rest of you. But what ended up happening was, due to my 
I would think very charismatic and friendly nature. I made friends with Monsoon Cabbage, and he offered me an interesting proposition. Oh, my God. He was allied here with Jolt Elagos to steal the Gem of Tides in an attempt to take back the castle. So I made him a counteroffer. Steal the Gem of Tides and deliver it to the principal, and the principal will bequeath Tiat Kalakit to him. Excellent. Jolt, uh, Jolt here gets to retire in Green Bank, as true warriors do back in Principal City. Through this task, she will have earned it, and I will be escorting her back and assuring the transaction is done. And then Monsoon, uh, I believe he plans to kill everything here and use undead thralls uh, to man the oil refinery because, you know, the Gem of Tides creates all the water here, and without the Gem of Tides, no water, which is going to happen in about 20 minutes. Now, you may be wondering how you fit into all of this. Well... The passage beneath the keep, our way out, had a lot of unknown factors in it. So we thought we'd use you guys to clear it out. And now that you're done, well, we we won't be needing you anymore. So, um, but but uh, our business partner Monsoon also had a few things that he wanted to say. And then he gets out a little, like a walkie-talkie from behind him, from an unknown place. It's almost like half his size. It's the most adorable thing ever. And he clicks the button. He's like, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Cabbage, uh, they're all here now. And then, uh, Jolt, can you hold this up for me so everyone can hear? And Jolt picks up the walkie-talkie and lifts it up. And you hear, <clears throat> Hello, friends. I'm sorry that we find ourselves on opposing sides now, but a better offer has come along. You may have questions. Please ask. Joel told the button so they may speak. They deserve answers. And she holds the button and waits for you. I find us all to be fabulous friends, despite the odd tension in the room. Monsoon, did I not promise you a keep, and it seems you have achieved this. We have cleared out a passage for you. Jolt and I are old friends. It seems that uh, there is no reason for this violence at all. Varel, you're correct. I did you a great dishonor by lying to you, but I did. I have also heard that you plan to bring a tiefling army here to take the keep for yourselves. So, I'm not the only one who's lied here. Well, it seems everyone but me is very confusing. Does anyone else have any questions? Nash doesn't know what to say. Hope looks pissed. She knew they shouldn't have picked up that hitchhiker. Actually, he will know what to say. We should have killed you when we had you, you little freaking 
piece of shit cat. I knew this was going to happen. Nothing good came from you. Nothing good comes from him. And I point at Tedna again. Just the hell, man? I'm just saying, every time we do Tedna this... didn't betray us, Nash. Dead weight, dead trouble literally, every time. Literally, that, that little shit of a cat and 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 who, that voice on the radio, they all betrayed you, but you bring me into this? Well, you're in it now. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I still can't trust you. I don't know. All I'm saying is the only people I trust... Well, one of them's not even here. He's stuck in the body of a guy who's now out. And I don't tr- still don't trust this guy. But I trust the lizard. I trust hope. And I trust myself. I don't trust you. And I don't trust the cat. I didn't before. I definitely don't now. What's to stop us from just blowing this place to bits right now and ending the whole thing? Monsoon comes in over the uh, walkie-talkie and he says, Yes, that's right. This comes to an end. It is with some displeasure that I have to eliminate you. But I do make this one offer to Hope. We had a conversation prior to you leaving. And that offer still stands. The time has come for you to make a decision. Stand with Jolt. And stand with Buttons. And put these quote, friends of yours to rest now, and let's do real work together. I'd rather be dead. I I implore you to give it some consideration. Shut off the radio, we're done listening. And Jolt looks over to you, Hope, or not to you, Jolt looks over to you, Varel, and she says, actually, that offer applies to you. It's your last, third and last chance to join the dead men. Let's put your title to the test, and I will enter my rage. <laughs> All right. And then one more piece of uh, audio comes out from the walkie-talkie. Pod Pixie P0D, <gasps> execute order 26. Horse <laughs> shit. Dietalis told us not to trust that pixie. Gosh dang it. No. And that takes us to the break. No! Oh, oh my gosh. This is too good. <laughs> Are you kidding you me? Gosh dang it. That ten sucks. Minutes. All right, 10 minutes. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere, everybody. Or do if you want. Go pee. Do what you got to do. We'll be back. Okay. I think we're we're sufficiently back now. Oh, and I should roll. Oh, Hold on. Uh, These are initiative rolls? Yes, I need your initiative roll, please. Okay. Um, ooh, 15. Excellent. He says with some irony. It's pretty solid. 15 for Nash. And compared to these sweet twenty twos or whatever you guys are rolling. Alright, have we started uh recording? Yeah, we're good. Alright, so uh you hear over the walkie-talkie Monsoon Cabbage relay one final command. Pod Order ex uh, sorry. <laughs> Pod execute order twenty six. 
And then you hear a voice next to you, Nash, go, oh, 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 no, what's, what's happening? What's happening? And you feel like the sort of rapid shaking uh, as if though she's having a seizure, seizure, seizure on your shoulder. Okay. All right. Uh, and with that, combat has become we initiative rolls uh, prior to resuming. Um, Buttons uh, is up first to act, and he disappears. Great. He says a few magic words and bloop disappears from uh, vision. He's such a coward. Uh, okay. Diantalus, it's your turn. Now, are they... Have we entered a new state, or are they still... If I move, I'm going to get shot by everybody. Um. Well, it's turn order. Uh, they are They are ready to... They're not ready to... We're starting combat at this point. Okay. Uh, in that case... I am going to, uh, yeah, let's get to a better position here. Um, Diantalus is going to smile now that combat has begun and he can do his thing. I'm going to walk uh, straight up to the guard. Well, I guess I guess it would be a run in combat view, but uh, run to the guard straight in front of me and go with the original plan and uh, cast Thunderstep. Okay. And that means that anyone within uh, 10 feet of me is going to need to make a constitution saving throw of 16. So I believe that will hit... Uh, the guy below me, the guy, the three guys directly around, or the four guys directly in front of me. So I okay, think that'll be five yourself. people. You tell, so you run, you teleport yourself to an unoccupied space you can see within range. After you disappear, a thunderous boom sounds. Each creature within ten feet of the space you left must make a constitution saving throw. Take 3d10 or half on the other. Okay, perfect. Um, all right, so you run up to them and you disappear. And as you disappear, the wind and air around you snap. Boom! And so everything within a 10 foot radius, let me, uh, it's within 10 feet. Let me draw here. So, oh, nice. hang on, I just need to know how many we're hitting so I can see. Let's get a. So we're sorry. Uh, you disappeared. Uh, I teleported. I teleported well, down. So where, where were you originally? Oh, I was right here. So okay. I think it would hit the four in the line in front of me, and then the guy to the south of me. It is uh, within ten feet of the space you left. Within ten feet. All right. So that I think is like this. Yep. You guys, you see that? Okay. Yep. Perfect. So that's five saving throws. All right. Uh, saving throw 16. Okay, just be a second while I make those rolls. Uh, what, what, it's constitution, right? Yeah. Okay, three of them save. Uh, so they'll take half damage, right, on your 3d10? Yep. Perfect. So let me roll that, see what we did here. 
24 points of damage. Okay. All right, so you, you uh, let out a thunderous force that ripples the air around you. Uh, does it move them at all, or is it just thunder damage? Uh, let me double check. I think it just does thunder damage. Okay, so I'm marking damage on them. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, just just the damage. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so uh, you let out the thunderous force that explodes around you, and um, immediately two of the two of the guys holding guns just—it looks like they, they their bodies ripple and their bones break, and you hear crack your ears like as two of the bodies like just their arms go in directions they're not supposed to, their legs bend in different ways, and they fly back and hit the ground uh, dead immediately. Uh, the other ones are able to resist having any broken bones, but you can see they're clearly in pain as two of them fall to the ground and three of them are left there from your teleport. Awesome. Uh, now, I've reappeared and I can see a new gentleman. Who is who is this fellow? Um, you've never seen him before. You see a, um, a guy in a long trench coat. Uh, he's got, it's sort of closed up, he's got a a cap over him, and he's got also has cowboy boots on, and he's uh, a black man, and he's standing there hugging against the side of the of the wall. Okay. All of All our right. favorites, yeah. it's like greatest hits. Who is yeah. this gentleman? Teat version. Is his last name Washington uh, or something? Varel, have they have they met this character? No. <laughs> I was Dashington's there when Varel twice, met right? him. I was at the bar when Varel met him. Washington. Well, that's true. Yeah. And that's that, that's the person you see. Yeah, Dashington. Twice. But I can't. I don't know his allegiance or anything. Uh, regardless, uh, he, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let's see. I moved ten of my feet to get back here. Okay. So I will go ahead and move again to take cover behind this cask. Now that I've kind of realized I'm flanked by an enemy over there. And I will, as a bonus action, send out diplomacy to attack that guy right there. Okay, so you send out your sword to go swing, make your attack roll. Floats into the air. That's not very good. Let's see. Uh, that's going to be a 12 to hit. Okay. Um, 12 to hit is a hit. Oh, nice. And so that will be... Uh, six damage to him. Okay, perfect. He takes six damage as the sword uh, cuts him and he, from behind, and he doesn't realize that it's happening. So he just looks back and goes, "Ah!" All right, slices at, at its at his shins. That is okay. uh, my turn. Perfect. All right. Uh, so uh, you hear a voice behind uh, on your shoulder, Varel. Here, what? He looks at you. What? Pak Pak do? You can take an opportunity to utter a few words to him if you choose, bro. So I have... Am I in my rage yet, or is that an action coming up? That'll be on your turn. Okay. I... Ooh. Hmm. Uh, I'll bark quickly to him. Uncork the barrels. 
Bokbok looks confused. Cork barrels! And then he jumps off your shoulder and he moves to one of the barrels and he begins kicking at the because they're so they're piled up several high on the map. You might just see one, but you see several. Oh, they're barrels not on giant the ones. They're giant ones, but there's like two. Maybe they're stacked too high, uh, like to the number two, like high. Uh, so he takes one that's accessible to him from his height, and he begins trying to kick off the uh, kick off the, the what is it? The tap? The yeah, tap the, the on, stopper, right? whatever that thing is. Yeah. All right, and he just throws his body into it with a big Liu Kang kick, and he's just like, Aye! he's like, and he's path, and he kicks one off, and then Mead begins flowing out uh, from underneath him, filling the floor with uh, Mead. And that's his turn. Uh, now you see Joel st- take two steps forward, and she puts her hand on either side holding her guns and she just stands there waiting she appears to have readied an action Nash it is your turn alright um, I am going to cast firebolt ball excuse me ball Okay. Yeah. and I'm going to aim it to where I can get as many of these idiots as possible. They all must take, so I'm aiming for right about here. Pretty okay. sure that, let's see, how much distance is this? Hold on a second, sorry. Um, it's got a pretty long range. There it is, Twenty. this is the 20 it's, foot, so this red box is it's, it. It's a 20 foot square that you can shoot yep. uh, the fireball into. Yep, so I'm gonna do that. Here's what happens at this level. Uh, 20 foot radius centered at the point. Uh, let's see. They all have to make a dexterity saving throw anybody within that 20 by 20. Um, if they fail, uh, they each take, let's see, a normal, it's 8d6 at plus at one above third. So that's, hold on a second, Nine, 11d6 damage if they fail their steps. 11d6 Yeah, because it says here, higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of fourth or higher level, the damage increases by 1d6 for each slot above third. Oh, well, no, I'm an idiot. Sorry. It's still... You don't... Uh, you no, don't no, no. I know. I'm not thinking... I'm taking levels slots. like three levels extra. Forget it. Forget I said anything. Yeah. Never mind. I'm casting it at third level. 8 uh, Okay. Yeah. So 20 is a 20-foot square, right? Correct. That red square that you have right there is exactly where I'm aiming. Uh, that's a twenty-five by twenty-five foot square. It is. But you're you're you, when you say you're aiming it for the center of that. It shows twenty by twenty, no? It's showing you the center of one to the center of the other, which is twenty feet. But it's five oh. squares is a twenty-five by twenty foot. This is a twenty-foot radius. All right. Uh, so it should be what? Um, that's the five. Like, I see, do you see this graphic I've put down on the that's ground? That's it here? right there. So that's twenty. Uh, that'll be it. All right, so let's put it right so there. You'll be able to get um, four. Four of them, that's perfect. in the blast, the way they're lined up. That's what okay, I want. Okay, so right there, that's what you wanted? Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, and I'm going to yell the follow... Oh, wait, you got to do your saving throws, I guess. Uh, yeah. All right, so uh, saving throws, what is the DC, please? DC is... Oh, sorry, I thought I had it up. Uh, keeping in mind, two of those are corpses uh, that are in there, so you'll be hitting three. Wait. Most you can just three. Stanley Thunder. Oh, he killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ones with skulls. Um, 
Is it just the three then? Hold on, let me think. I guess that's the best I can do. That's fine. I was trying for maximum okay. AOE here, and I looked like that's the best and, I can do. All right, sorry. And the it's uh, DC, the DC on the save. Dex 15. Dex 15. Wait, I think that's too small, Bo. For a 20-foot radius? It's a 20-foot radius, so it's a 4x4 four four square. Yeah, but it's only 15. That's a diameter, right? Uh, I might be using the wrong word. Right now. Fireball. Uh, 20 feet range area. 20 foot radius. Let us let me just Google radius real quick. It should be eight squares tall, it looks like, for 20 feet. Radius. Okay. Yeah, radius. Oh, radius is from the center. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking diameter, so it should actually be. Holy cow! Oh, sweet. Yeah, okay, it's shifted really right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, two, three, four. Oh. Okay. Where is it going? Uh, right. Uh, move it back. Get so I want to be able to get this dude here. Up and to the left. Yeah, I will uh, give you control of it. Can I have control? Second. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Scott's so excited. I, I am mean, excited. Yeah. Look at that massive. I'm gonna move this fire around. It's freaking uh, Diablo's Scott, anus. You now have you should now have control of the fireball. I do. All right, so I'm gonna do it right here. All right, that puts five of them in there. Well, let's see. One, two. He's dead. Three, four. Yep, you're right. Five three. total. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. Okay, that's two, what I want. Three, four, five. God. <laughs> All right, can I tell you what I want to say before I cast it, and then I'll roll my yes. dice? Yes. Or anybody? Did anybody save? Uh, well, you're casting it. I first. guess you cast it first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go. Um, While my fingers they look small, check out this wicked ass fireball. <laughs> 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 All right, and you put your hand forth, and a large circle of intense fire just grows out of it, and it starts small and grows into a large, uh, a large circumference ball. And just like in bowling, it hits the pile of guys in front of it, connecting, going, and the room lights up with bright white light as a large circle of fire uh, flows out. Fifteen decks for the save. Correct. All right, they're all failures. Sweet. So oh. roll your damage dice. Here comes. 8d6. 8d6. Okay. 2, That is a grand total of 24 damage. Okay. So... Now that hits one, two, three, four, five, six. All right. So as the fireball fires out, it hits one of the do one of the one of the um, outlaw uh, gang deadman gang members square in the chest, and it just poof, explodes. And you just see white light and fire, and you hear screams, ah! and then silence quickly. And as the flame from the fireball vanishes, you see blackened charred skeletons, six of them. And they all just sprinkle down onto the ground into little piles of ash. <laughs> Sweet, amazing. Uh, okay. I will stay put and look very self-satisfied, and I'll blow my finger like a gun, like I'm blowing on the barrel, <laughs> like that. Thus endeth my turn. And and also the two corpses that were on the ground are also piles of ash as well. Sweet. 
as you clear them out. All right, that's your turn. Um, so as you throw out that fireball, you see Pod as as the corpses you know sprinkle down and fall into piles of ash. Pod reveals herself and she's clutching her stub and she she just floats over to the center. She goes. Oh, oh, Nash, I don't know what's going on. And then one of her arms just kind of like, and it looks like muscles are just popping out of her shoulder. And then on her back, she turns around and you see large back muscles like, and then her, her head's like, ah, and then one big motion muscles burst forth from all directions as she grows in size and it's like, ah, for all you people who like screaming, there's some screaming for you. And she grows uh, until her head reaches the ceiling into a giant Hulk version of herself. Oh, wait, I'm not going to use that. Battle oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she grows into a giant Hulk version of herself. She's like, No! And then she runs uh, for the whole pile, and her fist just swings out. Claw uh, Hope, Varel, and, and Nash are all standing close, and it, she, she just swipes it like she's not a cat knocking thing, uh, you know, stuff from off a shelf, uh, trying to punch all three of you. I need. Uh, she's targeting Nash, so I need Varel and Hope to make dexterity saving throws. To quick thing, Bob. I assume okay. the mead wasn't flammable because it's just mead. Is mead flammable? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Not, Mead's not all really. fruity and stuff, isn't no. it? But no. it would be liquid on the floor of which a big beast is running on. Would that yeah. incur any slippery? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Would I mean, that increase well, any slippery? Maybe I'm not not on a so asked. The size of the creature is gargantuan, so not on a gargantuan creature. Potentially on someone of like a normal size, but not a large creature. It's not enough water. Okay. Um, liquid. Uh, so uh, the creature runs at you. Uh, you two can make dexterity saving throws to dodge the attack. Nash cannot. Cool. I got a 23. I got a 12. Okay. So, Hope, you can move yourself uh, out of the field of harm's way by moving 10. Oh, I think Tedna needs to do this too. Okay. So he failed. Uh, Hope, go ahead and move yourself uh, 10 feet. All right, I've done so. All right, perfect. Nash, uh, Morel, the attack roll is coming. Oh, boy. Okay, it is a one. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> wow. She... She'd knock herself out? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she swings forward and stumbles, and you guys manage to dodge out of the way without taking any damage whatsoever, and she stumbles into the hallway and, and loses her footing and runs into the wall. Poof! Right behind you. She's boop, 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 boop. Ah! I hate that! You hear her yelling to the wall. What? Um, yep. I'm your uh, best friend! Okay, uh, hope it is your turn. Alright, cool. Well, uh, seeing that Nash now has someone new to deal with, and she's kind of incapacitated at the moment, there is a Dude right in front of me who hasn't taken any damage, correct? There, uh, uh, yes, yeah. He's, he took six points of damage from the sword. There's a, okay. there's a uh, diplomacy floating around him, slicing at his calves. Okay, cool. So, what's gonna happen is I'll line up my two attacks on him, see if I can kill him. 
So first attack is uh, 20, not natural. Okay. Hit. Second attack is a 19. Is it a natural 19? No, I assume not. Um, <laughs> no, no, exactly. Because <laughs> you get crits on those two, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, roll, roll your damage dice. Uh, roll your two attacks. Are you uh, shooting right, him with your, so... with your arm gun? Yeah, just right in the face. Um, so first one's damage is 13. Mm-hmm. And second one is 8. Okay, you bring your gun up and fire two shotgun shots in quick sessions. These are buck shots. The bullets both go into your head, and their aim is like your aim is true. So one bullet enters in, and the other bullet also enters in the same hole and knocks that bullet farther. And his head just explodes in a just a violent and quick font of blood. Just head explodes like a watermelon, and the corpse headless drops to its knees and then falls over, dropping its gun. Nice. So with that done, I'll immediately turn my sights to Jolt. And I'll slowly start walking in her direction. Okay. Halfway to and her. She, and uh, there's a look of interest in her eye as she stands both hands on either side with her with the with the guns there, ready to ready to draw. Okay. I walk halfway to her and then I stand there staring. Alright, so you two are both now staring each other down as the chaos of pod continues. Um, sorry, I just want to get this guy the death. Uh, we want to make sure he to remember that he is a dead, deadman. He's an actual dead deadman. He's a deadman. Okay, perfect. Dead, no. Um, there aren't any alive to have their turn. As it turns out, well done, everyone. Um, so <laughs> Varela is now. <laughs> Did I forget anybody? No, Varela is now I'm your Hedna do anything of use? He's on the initiative tracker. Oh okay. Oh wow! We're not, three. We haven't gotten through a full round yet. Oh, That's this, true. this is the this is the first six seconds of the entire thing. That moment in the movie where violence is pending and then it just explodes into action. It's been it's the same six seconds we're still dealing with. Um, so you've killed eight men in six seconds, and yeah. Pod turned into Pretty a giant. Um, Varel, it is your turn. Okay, uh, so these these barrels. What I want to do is you've said they're not giant anymore. Right. So I wouldn't be able to run over to this big one up top and push it off its thing and roll it at Jolt across you the You could. They're, they're, they're not stacked on top of each other. They're stacked on, like, shelving yeah. on the walls. Like the, but they're large. Like, they just picture them as being large. Like, I don't know how many feet, but, like, ten or ten feet is even quite large. It's a large also, so barrel. Multi-barrels on one stand. That I could perhaps split. No, no, big barrel, big big barrel, one giant barrel, but they're stacked, so there's too high. It's too high. Okay, but it would be it would be taller than you, the barrel, like facing. It's these large, large barrels on the wall. Right. Let's say ten feet in in circumf no diameter. Okay, it's being that tall with two barrels worth of weight. I don't think. I, I assume at a quick glance of knowing my own strength, I probably wouldn't be able to flip this over easily. It would it would be it would you would have to it would be a, a difficult check a difficult difficulty check. Right, it'd, it'd be an impressive feat. Yeah. Okay. To to push it to roll it off would be easier. You wouldn't be able to lift it. You'd have to. It would weigh more than what you potentially than what you can lift. 
Okay, well, I mean, that's the idea, is I want to I wanna run over to this barrel, and I want to push it down the lane at okay. Jolt, but also to block this exit. Okay, very good. Then uh, you, can, you can run and make that attempt. It will require considerable strength. But... Excellent. All right, I'm going to move my movement to the barrel. Okay. You, okay, so you run over to the barrel as the fireball explodes in the middle of the room and the giant runs past you. And you crouch down with both fingers and go, oh, yeah, and no, try no, to no, heave the barrel off proper, its Proper lifting, you know, squatting down straight back. And as yep. I enter my rage, I will lift to throw the barrel stand over and send the barrels careening down towards Jolt Elagos. And my real plan here is to smash the invisible buttons who is hopefully in the way. And if not, I will reveal my plan that these barrels will break, sending ale everywhere, and we will see little kitty paws pop, 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 pop through the barrel uh, mead. And I will find him and I will destroy him. Gotcha. All right. I love it. <laughs> so uh, with advantage of the rage, I got a 19, which is a 27 strength. Okay. So you run over and with Herculean strength, uh, for the first second, uh, it doesn't move, and then you sort of put your neck muscles into it, and they pop out, uh, and in this weird lizard-like way, your neck just becomes the thickest neck in the history of necks. And you're like, uh, and it comes off, and the barrel goes rolling down the hill, the tap on it breaks, and it sends ale flying everywhere down with it. Um, unfortunately, the barrel's attached to the map tile. It's not a separate object, so I can't move it. <laughs> sure, I'm happy with boxes. Uh, I know I'm messing so, with your land. So, oh, that's fine. I it's a hey, this is the first that no one's ever done a barrel attack before, and I, I love it. So I will use something to represent the barrel, though, so we can just see its trajectory. Uh, it might not be as cool looking, but here it is. <laughs> um, all right, so you uh, lift the barrel up, and f it rolls down, and so. Um, Make an attack roll for the barrel. Cool. Would it be a strength attack? Uh, it would be an improvised weapon. That's fair. What would a uh, yeah. a javelin uses my strength score? Would an improvised throne improvised throne uses my dex? Yeah. So I would use my dex. Then I'll make it a reckless attack. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Seven. Okay, so a jolt quickly sidesteps out of the way as you send the barrel down. Uh, advance, send it back. You're right, Sorry. Tom. She's, <laughs> she's able to. She's able to use a reaction to move out of the way since the attack roll was failed, and you send the barrel careening down. Now it hits. There's a little piece of wall. I don't know if you can see that with your vision. Let me see. Uh, so it hits that wall area. Gets stuck. Kind of turns in sideways and breaks on the corner, sending ale everywhere, all over the ground um, as it opens up and releases its entire contents all over the ground. I will draw another shape indicating where that ale has gone. Um, the ale just floods everywhere. Awesome. Oh, uh, polygon. Sorry. Oh, I need ale color. Damn you. I'm having a hard time drawing. Sorry. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to do with your turn? Ready uh, 
Mawstorm, not like I have a prepared action or anything, but basically I'm I'm searching the ale now for the feet of buttons that has spilled onto the ground. Okay, so you're just looking, not doing it. You've used your action, so can't do it. Exactly. Okay, so there's ale everywhere all over the floor, uh, like six inches of it as it just fills up. Okay, and then uh, Tedna from behind you uh, takes a cue and he runs up Hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six. And he he he, he looks to you. He's like, "Give me, give me a gun, Hope." Um. Uh, well, I get. I'll motion to my bag. There's a revolver in there. Okay, so he grabs a hand quickly and in the revolver, and he takes a shot at Jolt. Oh dear. Takes a shot at Jolt. Jolt's ready for this. Yeah. And as he takes his shot, both of her revolvers come out and she fires back. <laughs> Alright, the shot connects. It's just going to be a quick second. I got to find out something really quick about her character sheet. Right, here we go. Okay, uh, so Tedna has to make a saving throw. The bullet, uh, one one of her shots goes wide, and the other one, you hear a, and it connects with his side, his arm. He's, he's like, ah! And it connects with his side, and he holds his arm, and he drops the gun he took out of your bag, and he goes, ah, shit! As he takes the shot in the side. <laughs> That's Tedna's turn. No, he didn't shoot him. No, though. so Joel, uh, <laughs> she had readied up. her guns. He oh, ran okay. up, Clearly. pulled the gun, and when he drew to shoot, she also shot. She had ah. readied an action to shoot back if anyone shot at her. So he missed. She fired two shots, one missing, one hitting him in the chest, and it entering in and going whoop, like that. Okay, perfect. Um, it is now all right. Uh, Let's see here. So Stanley, let's see. Yes. Or Dientalus. Which one is which? Which one's worse? Sorry, I've got a, I've got a, <laughs> we've got a lot of characters with a lot of special abilities. It's just requiring me to just remind myself if in case anyone's wondering what I'm doing, what the deal is. It's all good. Oh, perfect. Oh. All right. So, um, what happens is you see buttons blink into existence here, and then he ca- um, he appears to cast another spell on himself as he's visible. He says magic words, lifts up his hands, like ah, magical goodness for me, and he casts more uh, magic over him and then he seems to turn into a blur and then his motions as he's doing these things his motion is like you see these trails from his hands as he's motioning with the magic and then okay perfect um Diane Talis it's your turn alright uh I am going to casually reach up, snap, and press to digitate out the torch behind me. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna... Perfect. Let's 
gone. Uh, do I have any idea how dark it is around me? Because I can't... It's hard to tell. There's, on the... there's still bright light because there's another torch across the way from you, and Varel and Nash have light stones. Oh, and that even from over there, that's enough for me to be in bright light? I believe... Yeah, there's bright light everywhere. But we can't see him at all. They can't see me at no. all. I'm watching from your position, and I can see you both. I can see Stan. Oh, it's because I'm behind the barrel, probably. I go into total darkness in this sort of range. Really? You're seeing darkness? I see total darkness. Yeah, I saw... I don't feel like I should be in the radius of anything. Wait, what? Uh, well, there's... Is this not working right? Hang on. Let me see. I'm going to give Varel a stone when it gets to be There's my There's definitely turn. like a line of sight. Enforced line of sight. And the dynamic lighting is on. Does that do anything? Oh, I, I, see, I, I see everything. I see everything now. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. Uh... Yeah, no, you're in bright light, dude. Unless if you're trying to break line of sight, that's different. But if you need to be in darkness, uh... no, it's just that there was one torch, and I can see the radius of the torch on mine, and I would no longer be in it. So I just didn't know what light I would be in at the moment. Maybe something's up with you guys. You have sight. You have dark vision. Maybe I've got someone's range wrong on their light. No, 40, 20 feet mine's, of light. Mine's good, I think. That's what you have for your light stones that both you have equipped. Um, I mean, not even like, from a using the map standpoint. I'm just thinking of it from a logistics of what I'm seeing. This side of the room was only lit by one torch, which is now out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just not. Uh, I just put my vision in the slack. I appreciate that. Well, you are seeing that. Well, it's funny because I can. I have the option to see what you guys see for lighting, and it's it's not showing me the same thing that you're seeing. That's why I'm I'm a little confused. All right, maybe let me just uh, even come back one sec. Maybe there's something bugged. Sorry, guys. So your intent is to use dim light? Because, yeah, from what Varel's showing me here, you're in dim light. Okay. Well, uh, let's go with that, then. Because that, that looks right, what, what Kyle sent. Yeah, that's, that's just, kind of I, I wasn't I wasn't seeing the same thing on my end, and I don't know why. When you option. see from our perspective, do you pick the player, or is it from us as players? Cause no, I, I, I pick the player, and it's an okay. option to see as though I was them, like what they're, okay. so I know what they're seeing. And it's, it's not unfortunately. Um, there's some source of bright light in here that I can't account for. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna just be in the shadows. I will call diplomacy back to me, and that will be my turn for now. Yeah, I think, I think for sure you shouldn't be in any torch. You should be in dim light, if that's what you want to do. I don't, I don't, 
know what's breaking on my side. Yeah, the idea was to be as in as much darkness as I could, so... Yeah, no, no, what Varel sent me looks correct. That's why I'm, I just, I don't know what I have going on on my side that is, uh, that is causing that. Uh, let me rejoin as player, see if that does it. I shouldn't have to do that, though. But, uh, so what would you like to do with your turn? Let's keep moving. Uh, that's it. I snuff out the light, which is my action. I call diplomacy back as a bonus action. And I'm going to just hang back in as much of the dark as I can. Maybe I'll move one back to just make sure I'm even further in the dark. Okay. Um, when I rejoin as player, Kyle, I see the same thing you do. Yeah, you're in complete darkness. You're not only in dim light, you're in complete darkness. Perfect. Okay. Um, it's just weird. There's something, something broken with the GM view right now. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so you do nothing. Uh, Bok Bok, uh, having successfully kicked open a barrel, um, looks to you again, Varel, and says, Big, big! And points at the uh, at Pod, who's still down the hallway. I've got anger in my eyes, holding up my sword, scan in the room, and I say, Bok Bok, eat the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes! All right, so he walks up very quietly. Sort of like in a hunter pose as he's like creeps and he's looking everywhere to see if he can't see the cat as he follows your command. Um, and he readies an action to attack a cat if should a cat appear. Uh, Alright, perfect. Jolt uh, herself, after having shot Tedna, spins her guns and starts backing up a little bit to put distance between you. Backing towards the barrel, but has her hands near the gun and readies another action. Nash, it is your turn. Oh, gosh. Can you remind me the state of um, Pod? Can I see? I can't see her. Is the problem. So Pod, yeah, Pod just attempted to make a huge arcing swing at you and then tripped and fell past you and into the wall behind you. There's now a large, giant pixie wings <laughs> fluttering behind her who just ran into the wall behind you and is peeling her face off the wall. And she's only had one move. We're not... This is ra- this is round two of combat. Okay. That's been her first move. Hmm... Okay. I'm going to... I don't know if this is going to do anything. Since she's behind me and away from all the team, I feel pretty safe trying this. I'd like to do a second level sleep. Okay. Um, Let me just make sure that's the one that I don't want third. I'll be out of third level slots, though, if I do. Um, okay. Let's, let's do, yeah, we'll, I'll cast second level sleep on, on her. I want to just try to stop her from doing things. So there's no saving throw. All you have to do is roll the number of hit dice. Right. It has to be the amount of hit points she has or more. And I won't know what those, I don't know what those are, do I? You don't know what her hit points are. Shit. However, she's quite large. Larger than normal target for you to put to sleep. You, you will, you will, you note to yourself. 
there's a voice in your head that says, she's quite large. I wonder if the spell will work on a large thing, it says Nash Maggard's thoughts of Nash of the, Solar Mines. Of the Solar Mines. I'm going to, then I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that to myself and go, what was I thinking? Instead, I'll make her half as powerful, and I'm going to reduce her to half her size. Okay. Uh, or uh, okay. just perfect. Yeah. So it's an unwilling creature. So I'll need you to let me know what's constant. Constant con fifteen. Con fifteen. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, I rolled a sixteen. Shit. So she saves. The spell has no effect, and you burn a spell slot. Gosh, dang it, dude. Um. <laughs> shit. This is payback so you, for my sweet... You tempt, you tempt to, to shoot magic out, and you feel that there's like this sort of glow coming from your hands and enveloping her, and then it just feels like it's sliding off of her like water. Yeah. Um, Someone in the chat's like, go dragon him. I, I don't want to hurt her. She's one of us here, still, in my mind. I know the rest of you may not feel that way, but I do. Um, I'm going to go, damn it! And then I'm going to run and hide behind that peril right there. Okay, perfect. And that's my turn. Um, all right. Uh, Pod feels the magic and goes, Nash, you dirty, dirty boy. Gosh. Turns around. Jeez. She stomps one, two, three, four. <laughs> she, she gets over to you, and as you hide inside the thing, she reaches a hand in and tries to grab you. I'm going to need you to either use dexterity or strength I'll for a grappling contest. I'll do a dex roll. Yeah. Um, hold on. I always forget. Oh, that doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> I gave myself no points in dexterity or strength. Fantastic. So, my roll will be an 18. Please! Okay, my roll was not as good, even with a huge nice. modifier for oh. the giant. The, you managed to squirm your way deeper behind the barrel as she grabs the barrels and she crushes the wood in her hand and the whole place becomes flooded with meat as it's just like <laughs> everywhere inside. Meat spills out and you're covered. You're, you're soaking wet right now, uh, Nash, uh, covered in, in ale as she breaks the barrels trying to squeeze in and get back in there and in her anger she picks up one of the barrels the one you're hiding behind and flings it behind her towards Hope and Tedna and Stanley um, you're going to have to make dexterity saving throws the, the two of you damn it 22 uh, natural okay. one <gasps> alright so uh, <laughs> well um Here's what happens. She takes, she picks up the barrel, flings it behind her. Hope, uh, you can move out of the way 15 feet in any direction. 15, huh? But I would stay out of the, stay out of the trajectory of the, I'll draw the traje trajectory for you. It'll be like here, something like that. Perfect. All right, so you move 15. Uh, it hits Tedna, and Tedna's now pasted to the end of it. And then you see uh, Stanley from around the corner of the barrel come flying with Tedna in it as Tedna gets crushed up against the wall right next to you. A piece of the barrel hits you. You don't take the entire brunt of its force. Um, so you suffer... Sorry. You suffer 
five points of damage. Tedna will take. He suffers death. Um, you hear Tedna go. You hear this sort of sickening squish as he gets pinned beneath between the barrel and the wall, and you just hear like, a, and the barrel sort of the large barrel kind of blows up, and there's a pile of there's a big puddle of meat all around your feet, and you just see Tedna's hand hanging out from the pile of wood uh, against the wall that where it was smashed. It's a real shame. Okay. <laughs> Hope, it's your turn. All right. Hope is fixed on Joel. She doesn't give a shit about what's going on in the rest of the room. So she sees Joel trying to back up like the little bitch that she is. And she, like, cocks her gun, her gun arm. And she her first shot goes into Joel's knee. Yeah. Or tries okay. to. So are you making attack rolls? Yes. So oh, as you go to make as around. you go to make your ta- uh, shots, she also pulls up both guns and draws and fires at both of them. Uh, the so hope they'll scream out, "Shoot me!" and see what happens. These attacks will happen concurrently. Okay, and I have a reaction to them. <laughs> Wait. You, well, oh, oh, what? You, what you was have that? a reaction. I have a reaction to these. Okay, then I guess that has to happen first. <laughs> Oh, because she has oh, to. Oh, she ready has to hit. do damage first, and then I can react. Well, she. Uh, you're saying the hope has to. Oh, ready, but you're ready you're attacking at the same time, so I'll need you to make your attack rolls. Oh, you so she declared your intent get to... to attack. You were okay. you just shot two shots at right? So they're happening at the same time. Okay, you've, you've gotcha. had a draw moment, so you've you like draw and you shoot, and then so she's like, like a okay. wild west shootout. Yeah, okay. so you're, you're both you're both shooting at this point. Okay, so the first one is a 15. Okay. Get her sheet in a second. And the second one? Does the first one hit her knee? The first one hits her. It's a hit. If Are you doing a called shot? Yeah, yeah, because I want to drop her. I don't want her to run anymore. Okay, that's going to be a little different. Called shot, the diff- you're going to have a minus five to your roll if you want to do a called shot. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, I'm, both of them are going to aim at her knees. So the first one with a minus five <laughs> is going to bring okay. it to a ten. Yep. And the second one with a minus five is going to bring it to a uh, twenty-three. Jesus Christ! What? <laughs> okay, uh, you take a shot. Shot goes wide. The second shot. You know within nanoseconds it's hit its mark and shot its knee. However, shots are coming towards you. I'm just getting my shot modifier here. Okay. Ooh, that's a big modifier. Um, and you are also hit with one of the shots. One shot goes out at the same time, and you take a shot uh, in the side here, side okay. of your belly. Um, and I just need to see something really quick again. How this... Okay, yep, the shot goes in. I need you to make a Constitution 13 saving throw. Oh, cool. Um, let's see. Uh, natural 20. Perfect. The shot go. The bullet goes clean through. All right. Now, the now, reaction is your... when I take damage. So, does that happen next, or do I wait? Yeah, for we're 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 shots? all gonna we're both we're both gonna roll our damage now. Okay. For the, for the guns. So roll your damage for the one shot you did, and I'll roll mine. 
sad. I rolled two ones. Uh, so six damage. Uh, but I shattered nine, her kneecap, right? Uh, not for that much damage. Um, seven plus six is... You take 13 points of damage as the shot okay. grazes the side of you. And your sh- uh, shot on her knee doesn't incapacitate. It, it grazes the side of her leg. And she you can see her She wobbles a bit and then stands upright still. Shoots and puts the guns back in her holster and has her hands waiting again for you. And with the, there's a glint of mischief in her eye as she sizes you up. Okay, she cool. Smiles. Well, as she smiles and I take this damage, hellish rebuke is going to go off, and so the the flames, the infernal flames, come up, and I start muttering really nasty things in infernal at her, and I point at her, and she takes three d ten of fire damage, and she gets to roll a dexterity save fourteen. Dexterity save fourteen. Okay. It's a fail, so it'll get 3d10 damage. Cool, 13 damage. Okay, perfect. She takes 13 points of damage as flames... Uh, is there a range on the flames? They can... Uh, are you... 60 feet. 60, okay, cool. So flames... from Is it from the bullet hole? Is it birthed from the bullet hole, or do they just... How does a rebuke work? Uh, you know what? I like to imagine that it... it the fires appear around her and then they get closer and closer and closer and just start burning her flesh as they kind of disappear inside of her. Okay. You can see the smile on her face vanish immediately as the flames come shooting out forth from you and singe her and burn her and she screams out in pain. Ah! Ah! And she again poises back uh, taking damage from the flames. Okay. Cool. Is there anything else that we'd like to do here? I'll take a, I'll take three steps forward toward her. Okay, so you move, you take three steps closer to her as you begin to back her in the corner. Perfect. All right. Um, okay, it is. They're all dead. Varel, it is your turn. Am I in Pod's threat range? You well, yeah, you are within melee range of her. Yes. So I would take. Uh... Opportunity attacks, adjusting, and whatnot. It's an opportunity attack to leave her vicinity. Yeah. Hmm. She's really scary on this map. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> She's scary. Hmm. But she's only... I know, right? Just, Sorry, but, that was too much probably. But, but current, but current, yeah, that's my thought, right? Is because currently, if I were to do, you know, a look to the side, Nash would be cowering behind non-existent barrels. <laughs> so he's literally cowering on the ground with a giant. Yeah, he's kind of ta- he's cowering on the ground behind the barrel, like the well, the one barrel's gone, so he's hiding behind the barrel. Then she took the barrel and threw it away. Okay. We finally have a and, name for her. Someone and Nash went like, good. <laughs> and then the shadow over looms over top of him as Pod is like, we, we've, we have a name. The chat room's come up with Podzilla. So there you go. There we go. Yep. I don't know why it wasn't so obvious before, but Podzilla, there it is. Okay. Uh, all right. So I am. <laughs> so I've got my sword and I'm planning to look for the cat. 
but giant pod walks up and I'll just turn to her and say, Pod, I have tried to find a cat and I'll just jump at her and I am going to attempt to Yes, I'll grapple pod. <laughs> no. Mean, um, there's a okay. limit on who you can grapple from size, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. This, I, like, a headlock wouldn't even work. You could climb onto her. Yeah. But you wouldn't be able to reduce her movement speed to zero or something like that. She's she's way above your weight class. Okay, I don't want to attack stomach and you know like mess her up. But I am going to try to take off an arm. So she's got her arm reaching towards Nash. And I'm just going to do a double slam of the sword onto that arm. Perfect. Pardon my indecision. <laughs> Some violent right, first attack end. is a... Uh, 13. Okay. And a 22. Uh, 13 and a 22. Alright, so the first one will be a hit. The, or not the first 20, one, the 22. 20, yeah, the 22. Sorry, the 22. Whichever one was 22. Cool. Uh, that'll be 11. 11. So 15 points of damage, and I'd like to use my bonus action to engage the Maw Storm in a grapple. Perfect. You can do that. And I know we're not like, it's not going to hold her back, but and like get control no, it, of that No, it, it won't hold her back, but it's for the sword to grip into right. the, the limb that you're cutting off. Cool, that's a 13 save for you. What uh, what um, ability? Uh, dexterity. Thank you. It's a fail. So you, you take your great sword, you hack once, you don't penetrate the giant pixie skin, hack a second time, and then it sinks into muscle, and then you press the button on it, the blade opens up, and a chainsaw comes out, and you go, and a big jet of blood comes out as you start pressing down, and you you sink it enough into the meat of her flesh that it's now lodged in there as it, as it starts to saw into her arm. 20 points of damage total. Perfect. She takes 20. All right, um... As you do this, Tedna pushes off some wood, stands up. <laughs> he lo- he looks he looks he touches his chest and look in his shirt and puts his hand away and he says, "Hope, hope. I don't f- I don't feel so good." Oh jeez, little shit. He's gonna make me feel bad for him. <laughs> How loudly does he say that? Uh, he says, I, 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 don't, I don't feel so good, Hope. And then his, where the bullet enters explodes. And his arm comes flying off in, in the strip of his chest. You can see ribcage exposed as the bullet that entered him exploded from inside a turn later, blowing up half of... Uh, his arm and then he the look of shock and horror surprises his hand reaches out towards you hope and he drops to the ground clutching his side uh you can see lung you can see intestine you can see his side opened up he's in bad shape <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Bad, yeah. bad shape. I yeah. guess that was the con save you made. Yeah. Holy butt. Oh, these guns are amazing. Uh, yeah, the bullet exploded inside of him the turn later. Uh, so, uh, as you look in horror as to what's happened, um, Buttons appears behind you. Hope. And, sorry, I have to blinks in. Let's see what he's going to do. Uh, 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 uh. So he casts a spell. Um, sorry. Casts a spell, uh, a spell of wind. <sighs> and it pushes Bok-Bok without provoking opportunity attacks one square away from him. Just sort of turns around, looks at him, and with his hands just moves him back. And then he turns around uh, to you, Hope, and you don't really see this, so he actually has advantage on this attack. Yeah. Um, he pulls a knife uh, from his pack and he sticks it right in your calf. <laughs> um, does 18, 18 will hit you, right? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, you take four points of damage. Okay. As a knife, as a knife as you attempt, you feel a sharp stabbing pain in your calf, and then he disappears again. Did he leave turn. the knife in there? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to move up to where I can kind of look past the barrel. Uh, and everybody seems to be in a bit of a situation. Uh, but we'll go ahead and focus on Giant Pod for now. Uh, and as a bonus action, I will cast Hex on her. Uh, and in addition to uh, the the Hex effect, I will... Uh, what is it? Uh, choose one ability when you cast. They have disadvantage on ability checks with the chosen ability. So we'll say Strength. On, sorry, on who? who? Pod? Pod. Okay. What's the role for the resisting it, or is there it... is none? Okay, so she has disadvantage on strength checks. Strength ability checks, not like ability saving checks. throws or anything like that, but just okay. Uh, and then I will fire two blasts of Eldritch Blast at Pod. Okay. That is going to be for the first beam. Uh, Uh, 23. Okay. And then for the second beam, it will be an 18. Alright. Nice. So can you give me the total, please? 23, uh, 18, 33, plus 8 is... <laughs> yeah, hold on, let me... 30, 41, 42. Wait, no, that was just to hit. Those were just the two to hit. Oh, sorry. damage. Okay. No, sorry. Um, sorry about that. No, okay. Uh, they were both over 17. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Uh, all right. So that's uh, 10 plus 5. So. so the first beam is 10 force damage and 5 necrotic. Okay. The second beam is... 
14 force damage and 5 necrotic. Okay, so for a total of 19. Perfect. All right, you, you let two beams stretch out, uh, and you cast hex on. Like you cast the hex on her, and you you feel her dis, dis, uh, diminishment in this regard, and then you fire out eldritch blasts, uh, large arcs of is it lightning? It's just this crackling blue black. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, just a big blast. Everyone of sees brief it. Brief light. Everyone sees it from out the shadows. Is it? creases across her back, burning her flesh, singeing her wings. She cries out, but she's still focused on Nash, but she looks to see what might have attacked her and turns around. Um, all right, Bok Bok, uh, having been pushed back, goes, and swings at the air wildly. <laughs> tries to find, um, uh, <laughs> tries to find the kitty cat that he's supposed to kill and stays in place on the hunt, readying another action. Uh, Jolt um, puts uh, having been attacked um, turns around and uh, starts r- running up she turns around, books it for the barrel and makes an attempt to climb up on top of it and over to the other side natural 20 she oh. jumps on up and she's on top of the on top of the barrel and she looks down on you with the high ground and she puts her hands next to either side. Nash, it is your turn. I've been struggling about where to go, what to do. She's still fixated on me? She's turned her head. Uh, she's turned her head to look back at what shot lightning at her. Okay, so... And and she's doing that she's, toward... She's looming all the way up to the ceiling, 20 feet up, standing in front of you. All right. Um, I'm going to do what I meant I should have done all along. <laughs> Thunderwave, no. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. You're also covered in mead. Oh, am I? Yeah. Is that bad? No, just uh, saying. No disadvantage or anything. Okay. Just no, making sure I'm not what? screwing myself up here. All right. Uh, I am going to. This is dumb. I shouldn't do it. No, I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm not going to do that. Never mind. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to do what I should have done the first time. I'm going to again cast enlarge, or in this case, enlarge, and I'm going to double the size of our fen- friend Varel. It's combo time. Okay. Uh, that will burn well, a slot. Do you accept you, the gift? Any, uh, yeah, do you accept it? I accept the gift. All right, burns a slot. And I say this. Ready? <laughs> um, our own graves will have to dig unless I make Varel super big. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's... <laughs> he gets 14 feet tall. Yeah. But still not as tall as Pod, Super Pod. Uh, I then will, in this moment, uh, move to the... Is this barrel still good? This one here? Yeah, that barrel's still there. I'm going to move over here while she's not looking and hide in this corner. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Heidi magic users. Yep. All right. Um, 
Okay, perfect. That's your turn. Varel doubles in size. Uh, Pod turns around and looks for her assailant. Um, she cannot see, I believe, right? This is where Yeah, should should be in total darkness unless she gained uh, dark vision. I think what I have here is that something weird with Pharrell's. Let me just try changing it. No. Oh, it's the torch. Isn't it? No. Oh, torch we got is, dark so, something in this room is emitting a ton of light. That's what I'm just trying to figure out. Is it me? Is there a light stone? I think it's Hope. Is it? Because we don't, because I don't see that at all. When you turn that torch off, Hope's now in darkness for me. There's, there's something on my screen that's emitting a lot of oh, light. Oh, I see. I think it actually is Hope for me. Well, Hope is very powerful, you know? That's right. Hope is the light that sends us on our way. Well, did you oh, do anything advanced. with my devil sight? Because that might... Adjusting no, that I, might I, 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 I fixed it, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, what? Oh, you are actually emitting light. Who is? This roll. Eh, why is it being all broken now? It's annoying. Alright. Yeah, I'm still having the same problem. There's, there's something down here that's a. Oh, you, you are emitting light. For me, for the DM. But it should be just that you have sight. But yeah. Anyways, okay. Uh, you should be in dim light, though. Eh, it's too bad it's not working right. It's kind of annoying, to be honest. It is you I'm just moving you around here. It is annoying. Because th there's a way to do it so that you guys have dark vision, but you don't give other players the option to see their light. I think they made an update in the game and changed things around. I saw the notification. I think that's what they did, but it's messing with me. I still only right. see my point um, of view. Sorry, this doesn't make for good stuff. I'm just trying to figure this out. Uh, who did, turn did I say it was? It was Pod. So he, Pod. Uh, all right. One, two. Now, Nash, or not Nash, Pharrell, you have your sword lodged in her arm. Yeah. So she's turned around. Are you going to move with the sword? She's, or she's going to, like, pull it from you? I guess she has to pull it from you in order to turn around. So yeah, yeah could I do an sense. opposing strength check to keep her? Yeah, she's gonna have to. She's gonna have to release the grapple. So um, she turns around, having taken the damage, and also seeing the sword stuck in her arm, and looks to you. And um, yeah, no, she's gonna deal with you. Sorry, your <laughs> chainsaw on her arm is a more immediate threat, even though the other thing did a lot of damage. Um, so she turns to you, and uh, one second. Her eyes cloud over. You see her large pixie eyes begin to cloud over and turn into a smoky gray. And um, I'm going to need you to make... Sorry. I have... I'm using a lot of abilities that don't come up, so I'm, I'm having to read <laughs> I'm having to do it read them and be like, ah, I forget what they do. It's totally fine. Uh, totally fine. 
Troll me, bro. By the way, somebody, okay. the, somebody in the a, chat. It's a bow, wisdom saving throw. Someone in the okay. chat says they think that the thing you're having with the light is actually a bug in Roll Twenty since the update, and they had the same. Problem. Oh, that could be it. Yeah, it's yeah. really messing me up for what people can and cannot see. It really sucks. Yeah. Because um, I got used to using it. I'm going to need you to make a wisdom. Uh, jeez, uh, 17 saving throw overall. Holy crap. All right. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Just enough. So she, she looks at you and, um, in her, she would be a pixie, so normally... The mischief she's about to engage in might sound like hee hee hee, but you just hear her go as she begins laughing, and um, she brings a hand up, and Thanos snaps in front of your face, and you transform into a chair. <gasps> you are now a giant chair. Uh, you can move around, but you are a chair. So I'm like a Beauty and the Beast chair. I can gallop. <laughs> Uh, yep, exactly. You're you're now chair. All right, and you're now standing there. Um, Am I still giant? You're still giant. <laughs> <laughs> you're a giant chair, and then uh, the sword uh, transforms, unfortunately, along with it, so it's no longer grappled in her, uh, in there. Uh, she transforms into you transform into a chair, having disposed with you. She now charges one, two, three, four. She goes, Stanley! As she runs across the hall. And um, as she runs, her eyes fill up again. And uh, she begins casting a second spell on you, Stanley. Um, uh, Between the rocks, stones around you begin breaking and large vines begin coming out of the stone from a place impossible to come from, filled with greenery, and the vines come out and spread around you in 20-foot square, and they attempt to wrap themselves around your limbs. I'm going to need you to make a strength saving throw of 17. Ooh, strength. Uh, That is a big new. Okay, you are now restrained. So your speed is zero. Um, attack rolls against you have advantage and your attack rolls have disadvantage as you fight against the binds attempting to hold you down you also have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws Uh, as the product of being restrained so there are now vines jumping up all around you as you're sort of restrained in the corner fighting against it however she's used up her actions so she looms over you now you're the target of her attention Um, hope it is your turn ah this pod thing Okay, oh, no. so... Makes so, me wish I'd left her home. She hasn't been that big of a help. Dang it. <laughs> Tedna's blown up. I'm going to see that. That's going to kind of knock me out of the focus on Jolt. And then I'll kind of like come out of my my self-imposed trance following that whore of a woman around. And I'll look and I'll see that pod's just wrecking everything. And my calf stings for some stupid reason. And I'll turn the gun to pod. Um, it's she's mostly muscle now, right? Are are there any obvious she's basically, weak points? She, she looks like the Hulk version of a female pixie with wings, and the, you know how she looks. Okay, so would is her head relatively large, easily exposed? Kind of. It's thing? really big. Yeah. I mean, okay. is she naked? She naked? 
Well, she's she's always worn her like like she had, like a little cloth sort yeah. of over you know her chest and and did that her, grow with her then her privates area as, as you guys discussed last week? Okay, they grew with her. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's not a full Hulk situation. I just was thinking you could do. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> it'd be uncomfortable. Cool. So Hope's going to curse very loudly in Infernal. She's going to move ten feet to kind of put a barrel between her and Jolt. Case Jolt tries to shoot her in the back. And then yeah. she'll aim up at Pod's head and Hope's not trying to keep her alive. So if she happens to hit the temple or an eye or something, that would be great. But the head in general is what... You're going to fire shots at her? Okay, yeah. perfect. All right, so you run up against the barrel, you're back to it, and you extend your shotgun arm out and take your shots. Okay, the first one is going to be a 15. Okay. And the second, a 16. Okay, they're both misses. Well, they hit her, but they do no damage. Okay. As they, as they pew, pew, hit her skin, piercing in. It does cause blood to form, but doesn't cause any damage to her. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Varel, it is your turn. You were a chair. Isn't he a double-sized chair, though? Is he a big double chair? He's a giant chair. Sweet. So he's a well. He's a double-sized chair. So wait a second. So I mean, just look at your chair that you're sitting in right now. Picture it twice the size. It's not yeah. that big. <laughs> but but you know, I'm occupying twenty or ten square feet. So I'm like yeah. a sofa. Yeah, you're still occupying ten square feet. We'll say so. And Varel, uh, you still sentient. You can still think and see. Can I talk? You're this weird. Um. Yeah, some, somehow there's a bit of a design etched into the back of the chair, and in it there's your face. Ooh, could I have like one of those like dragon top kind of? Am I kind of have like a head on the top? Of sure. The yeah, let's do that. Sweet. Uh, do I have access to my special abilities, and am I raging currently? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're in your new form. Uh, <laughs> I think I, you can. Wait, I might have made a mistake here. One sec. Can he talk? Like, can the chair say things? That's what I want to know. The replace mental ability scores are... Everything's replaced by the object, so your strength becomes the strength of a chair. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And your points oh. to the new form. And when that form breaks, you revert back to your old form. You, don't, you won't just die as a chair. Um, okay. Would I be... So, if I could... Would I be aware that if I became a killed chair, I would become myself? No, I told you this just because, I mean, you've been polymorphed, essentially, and that's part of the spell, so it's part yeah. of the polymorph spell. Uh, like, same what happens with Nash when you're polymorphed. I think true polymorph is when you can truly change someone into a chair, and then if you break the chair, they're just dead. Mm. Or whatever. Like, true polymorph is it, but you've been only polymorphed. So you do have a sense that this is a... The magic has been used to reform you, but that it won't kill you if you die as a chair. Okay. We'll just say you know that. Yeah. Okay. So I am confident as a chair, but I do feel weak, as though I had the strength score of a chair. Your strength is like zero. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, <laughs> uh, what I'd like to do is gallop over to the barrel that <laughs> Jolt is on. Okay. And I'm going to use my standard action to, as my Desert Storm Soul, set fire to a flammable object. 
and you I don't won't. have you don't have a chair a table a, ta- a chair doesn't have access to that ability. Oh, I don't no, think so you can. You, you are a chair. Okay, so I'm I'm raging, but I don't the have the only my thing that abilities. you keep. The only thing that you keep as a part of transforming, and because I'm reading it now, I didn't really yeah. wasn't clear in the beginning, so that's my bad. Um, the new form. The target's game statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. Yeah, it seems maybe I can't transform you into a chair, but <laughs> you, you did. You're, but yeah, I did. Can, it's what is what I did. But okay. yeah, but you, it retains its alignment and personality, and you can walk around and you're a, a sentient chair. It's That's a line. Okay. It's alignment. Ascension, Thank goodness. You get to keep your sentient bear. Your sentient chair. A sentient okay. bear. Wait, what? A sentient bear is awesome. <laughs> okay, then I I will pretend to be chair. Uh, I, I'm gonna get my Braille's gonna get his bearings. Uh, but okay. I'd like to prepare an action to scoop up buttons into my seat should he appear. Is it so your bear? Are you getting? Are you getting your bearings okay. or your chairings? Sorry, chairings. go ahead, continue on. <laughs> okay, so you, you sort of rick it over. Tick, 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 tick. There's a giant chair sort of bouncing on its feet uh... as it wobbles, and readies an action to <laughs> to comfortably seat buttons. But he well, does. I guess that's the problem, right? right. <laughs> This is the best thing ever we've ever done. Because <laughs> I don't have my strength. So, so my original plan was to charge in and seat bully style pod, but yeah. I don't have any strength score to do it with. So it would be a rather it would be a chair bumping her, you know, calf. Yeah. You trying to trip her? Yeah, you, you know, like you would someone stand there and you just see them. You know, you you pop the chair in behind them. <laughs> Okay, okay. I get what you want to do. Move. Okay, you can do this. Okay, cool. I'll right, allow so, this. All right, that's what I'll do. So I'm going to run. <laughs> I'm going to run across the room. Do I maintain yeah. my speed? Do I still have my 40 or do I move uh, 40 again? The speed of Ascension Chair, we'll say, is 30. It's, oh. You can't have your barbarian ability. Okay. All right, sorry. Uh, again, it probably man. should be 10, I think. It's 10. It's 10. Okay. <laughs> you can't run across the room. It's 10. <laughs> Hey, that that uh that dog foot thing in Beauty and the Beast, it was going, you know. That's... Uh, but you could you, you're close enough to scoop up Bok Bok, and you can be his steed. Okay, all right, I'll do that. I I okay. will run up and I will bend my front chair legs and I will scoop up Bok Bok and I will do eight other in his hunt for the cat. Bok Bok looks at you with eyes wild and goes, "What?" <laughs> As you, as you bowl him over in an attempt to make him sit, and he does clamber on top of you to avoid. He doesn't realize he's supposed to sit on it. He clambers on top of you to avoid being knocked over as you push towards him. Okay. You now have Bok Bok on top of your royal personage. Awesome. I can't flame burst, can I? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. And as you do that, um, hope. Buttons appears in front of you again. And this time he appears in midair as though he was doing a cat jump. Like, just in midair, you see him go. And he's got this blur behind him. As Dagger, he goes and swings the knife in your face trying to uh, strike at you. Can I try and grab his stupid little paw with my metal arm? You could if you readied an action to do so. But However, you're busy doing something else. One of them is a natty. The other one is a miss. Ugh. 
Okay, and you take uh, 13 points of damage as he sinks and he manages to sink the knife into you and get a nice cut just sort of up near the top of your shoulder here. And then as after he jumps uh, at you, he lands on the ground and he blinks out of existence. I hate cats. I hate cats. And this is making me hate cats. Even more. <laughs> All right. Um, Diane Talus. There are vines constricting your movement. It's currently zero. I think you can make a save at the beginning of some turns. Yeah, is it a save or is it using an action to try a to creature get in the area when you cast it? Uh, you can use your action to make a strength check against your spell save, spell save DC to end it. So it's not an end of turn kind of thing. You'd have to use an action to remove yourself from the problem. Yeah, forget that. To attempt to. There's got to be a better way. Uh, and there is. And I'm going to do Thunderstep again. Nice. Nice. That's a save. Uh, it's Constitution. a Constitution save. 16, right? Yeah. That is a fail. All right. Uh, that's exciting. Hold on. That means I roll stuff. 3d10. Oh, jeez, you roll your keyboard? <laughs> I, I, I rolled in a different spot. It was very loud. Yeah, you rolled right on the microphone. Uh, sorry about that. Um, it's funny. Hold on, I just got to check one more thing with Hex. Uh, is this considered hitting it with an attack, or is it because it's a save it's not considered an attack? Uh, you're using a spell. So an attack is something that makes an attack roll. If there's an attack roll, it's an attack. Okay. So, so sometimes it, you have ranged spell attacks, but some spells don't, like fireball, so it's not considered an attack. It's considered right. a spell. So this would not be an attack. This would just be a spell. No. Uh, so that's going to be nine damage to pod. Okay. Mm -hmm. And let's see, where do we want to go? Let's reappear. Uh, all these barrels up at the top are gone, right? So that's just the, open. The two barrels. The one Nash is hiding behind is still there. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not moving uh, either. I'm just going to teleport back here into darkness again. Okay, perfect. Excellent. You disappear. Look. And that was and, nine um, damage. You, you did nine damage, Varel. As you're wobbling over in a chair with Bok Bok over you, you suddenly transform back into a giant lizard folk, back to your normal self. Having took, having taken damage, concentration was broken on the part of Pod. Awesome. So you're back to being. So you just your your chair wobbling, just like and you're running, and Varel, uh, not Varel, but Bok Bok is sitting on top of your head, holding on for dear life, like it's a rodeo. Okay. Anything else, uh, Diantalus? Uh, no. Although, I hate to say it, we can figure it out if it ends up needing to be done, but uh, my vision isn't set correctly. I should be able to see normally 180 feet, or 140 feet. That's new, right? Yeah, that's new. Is it 140 feet of daylight? Uh, oh, it's 180 normal. You just have 180 normal. Yeah. Okay. That should fix it for you. 
Uh, yep. That did. Thank you. Yeah, it's bugged on my end because it doesn't update with the correct thing. It is definitely bugged. Okay. Um, perfect. So that's that. Um, Varel, you it's Bokbok's turn, and you notice that he clambers on top in a readying position, so he puts he plants both of his feet on top of your head, and has both of your hands on your snout, and he's sort of pushing down his feet somewhat in your eyes as he's crouched in a method, in a way to launch himself from the top of your head, waiting for cool. you to get closer to Pod. That's what he's ready. Uh, Alright, from up top, Hope, at uh, Jolt, Moves around on the barrel, moves around to the barrel, and tries to catch sight of you just from the corner. And she says, "You get a little scared, love. <laughs> Come out and show yourself and fight like a real woman." She could actually fight you to shut already. And then she readies up her guns again. She's like, "Go on, take your best shot. Don't worry can't about that. Fight unless they get shot at. That's a pretty big weakness you got there." You your friends can't help you now. It's just me and you. Oh, no, no, no. I, I heard what we'll you said. Fun. I heard what you said. Come on. All right. And that's what she does. Um, Nash, it is your turn. Okay. You don't see much of what's going on now. You just see barrel. Yeah, I'm in the barrel <laughs> deal. Um, I don't have... If I peek over the barrel, it's not like I'm going to see any more than I already see, right? Like... You will, yeah. Well, I mean, you can already see it. I mean, as a player. Okay, so what I see... And but you don't have line of sight on anything right now. Right. I mean, I hate to say it, but... Is oh, the, that's not true. What? You can see Jolt. Oh. Oh, yeah, I can, because she's, she's got the, uh, the thing. Yeah. Oh, and she's I've actually got line wall. of sight directly on that wall, don't I? Okay. In that case... Um, hmm. I think I'd like to throw a fire bolt her direction. Um, my cantrips go. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is 120 feet. That should be plenty. And 2d10 damage. So she needs to do a. Oh, there's no saving throw. It's just, I just do it. That's what it says. Yeah, right? so it's, it's a ranged spell attack for Firebolt. Right, but shouldn't she have a chance to save? No? No, that's Why? Acid Splash. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Firebolt is a ranged spell attack. All right. Well, then I won't do hit. I will instead do... Let's see, 2d10. So that would be... A total of 15. Okay, against Jolt. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hit. What's it? It's a hit. Roll your damage dice. Rolling the damage dice on the bad guy. Eleven. All right. Uh, okay, you do eleven damage. You fire out. Uh, Jolt seems to be paying attention to Hope and Cat calling at her at this point, trying to goad her out from behind the barrels. Oh, I have a thing to and say when did... I do it. Are you ready? I have to say a thing though. <laughs> do it. Okay, I go. Um. Hey, Jolt, eat a bolt. <laughs> <laughs> and as you say that, she looks in your direction, and as she does it, her face lights. The light from the firebolt lights up her face, and it just hits her. <laughs> she takes 11 points of damage. Sweet. And she sort of 
she staggers and stumbles from the firebolt and slides down and falls off the side of the the barrel down onto the ground next to it. Uh, but quickly doesn't fall prone, just slips down off the barrel as you hit her and surprise her. Uh, she slips down to the side. Well, in that case, as part of my movement, I will ever so gently just move right there. So now I'm behind the barrel a little more. Anything else, Nash? Nope. Done. Okay. Pod <laughs> looks around. Her prey no longer there. Uh, she turns around immediately hearing the footsteps of Varel. well the table steps of Varel, then the footsteps <laughs> <laughs> She, as her wings flutter and she looks around she flies and sh- as you're charging at um, um, her Varel, she charges back towards you two, three, four and attempts to grapple you let's make a grapple contest Varel. did oh, I maintain whoops. my rage through the chariage? no Oh, because okay. you ha- you would have had to have done damage on that turn, right, to maintain the rage. I, yeah, I get unless I'm counted as under or attack ten. by being a chair. No, I don't. Okay. I don't think so. Um, so what I'm going to do is let Bok Bok take his turn first because that was his triggering thing, and he jumps towards Pod, uh, trying to jump at her face and then latch on to her face. So she he's actually going to make a an ability check and he does successfully make it over he launches himself from your head jumps on her face and um, begins punching her eye Uh, so we're going to say that she is blinded at this point Um, she does however attempt to make the grapple check on you but she will does she get disadvantage for blinded Uh, she has disadvantage on strength ability checks from the hex as well Oh, so since she has disadvantage regardless. Okay, perfect. Um, but it'll be a contest against you, uh, Varel. 21, strength. Okay. Uh, so my lowest roll was 18. So I rolled 18 and 20. Plus 6 is 20. Oh, wait, 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 I'm giant. I get advantage for what it's worth. Okay. I have a 24 as my roll. I got a 27. Okay, so she attempts to grapple you as one of her attacks and is unable to grapple you as you she puts her hands on both your shoulders and you take both your arms and you go and break them off on either side Um, and then her eyes begin to uh, cloud up again as uh, she casts another spell upon you Um, I need you to make a intelligence saving throw of 17 Two. <laughs> okay, perfect. So uh, I'm going to draw a square. Uh, what is it? It's a 20-foot square, isn't it? You use Phantasmal Force, right, uh, John? Yeah. Um, it's a 20-foot square that it affects, right? We did that last time? Uh, whatever you decide to project can take up a 20-foot square. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so she conjures up uh, a... V- I didn't think this through. <laughs> she conjures up a scary flying chair. Right next to you. Okay. And it is intense because it reminds you of your time as a chair, Varel, and you didn't know <laughs> <laughs> So long. Six seconds ago. Um, all the trauma I've processed. 
So to you, the, so you, there's, there's no one else sees this chair, but you are affected. You see a large chair uh, with wings on it, flying next to. Oh, we said twenty feet. So tw- twenty feet can be like that, right? Twenty by twenty. No, that's a that's a radius. This is it takes up twenty feet, I think. But in the square, twenty feet uh... square. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that might be fine. Uh, I can't remember no, it's, how it's big ten the feet. It's, ten, it's a ten foot. It's a ten foot. That's okay. what it is. It's not twenty. Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember there not being that many Varels. All right, there's a there large thing. Uh, yeah, that seems all right, right. So to to you, Varel, um, the chair is scary. It okay. looks like what you used to look like. Uh, you are scared of it. If you touch it, it will hurt, and you want it to be away from you. And the chair looks like it's moving in your direction and attempting to attack you and protecting you from from reaching after giant pod. Okay, um, Hope, it is your turn. All right, I'm going to go ahead and shift around the barrel to once again break line of sight with Jolt. Okay. And I'm going to ready in action to catch that little fur ball, all right? And let me explain to you what I'm gonna do to this thing if I catch him. I'm gonna grab him with my arm, my metal arm, and that'll give him disadvantage. We could go into that later if I catch him. All right, and you're then wanting I'm just to gonna... grapple him, right? Yes. You're trying to catch him? Okay. Yeah, his neck. And... So grapple is an attack action, so you can ready two attacks. Like, is it an attack after, or is there? Oh, perfect. Okay, so what I the action I want to ready then is to grab his neck, squeeze hard enough, hopefully to snap it, but at the same, just start stabbing away at his little body. Okay, that works. You have the okay. economy for that. Awesome. Right, and then I'll action? use my bonus action to do my second win to regain some health. Okay, you can do that now. Perfect. Yeah. Varela, it is your turn. There's a giant flying chair that you see heading towards you. And I am compelled to run from it? Mm, not necessarily. It's not forced. So you may decide it's just really, really scary and it will hurt you to touch it. Yeah, you'd essentially 100% you, believe that that's a new enemy for you'll, you. You'll believe, you'll believe that it, it's harmful to you and it will diminish your spirit and embarrass you. And as a result, <laughs> you'll take psychic damage. <laughs> okay. And it's and it's mobile. It it can pursue. It has it has wings. Okay. Like the pixie's wings. It's like a chair version of Pod, a it giant it, Pod. <laughs> it ate red. I drank a Red Bull. It has wings. I really wish I thought of something better of a chair, but here we are. Uh, okay. No, dude. Trust me. Best thing ever. Varel chair. I guess what I will say to make it clear for you is like attacking pod will cause you to touch the chair potentially okay. taking damage. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And since it's phantasmal, like being on the other side of pod wouldn't help because the chair is in pursuit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry, Nash. <laughs> For what? Giant, giant Varel is gonna run. Pot, uh, Bok Bok's the... also on her face. Just FYI. Oh, butts. Okay, so. You're scared of the chair. I know. I'm scared of the chair. 
but I are you more scared of the chair than you care for Bok Bok? I guess is the question we yeah, need to. Yeah, well, that that have to be magical. Of course, I'd care for Bok Bok more than I'd be afraid of a chair. But oh, if the no. chair is magically compelling me to be more scared of it, then I care for Bok Bok. Oh. Again, it's about it's about your your pride. Like it'll embarrass you. Its weakness embarrasses you. And this embarrassment is a real psychological terror. Yeah. Just think, if you ever meet other lizard folk, you'd have to be honest with them and tell them you touched, you were a chair, and they would laugh at you and not respect you. There goes your kingdom. But I'm compelled not to attack it, correct? You can attack it. Right. It's just you, you. It's just you believe that chairs. It's only you who can see the chair, and you believe right. the chair is there, and that it's it's meant to harm you if you touch it. I think I'd still go with my original plan, which would be to run over here, pick now that I'm giant, pick up the barrel that Nash is hiding behind, and throw it at the chair and odd. Okay, perfect. So as you as you move out of melee range, she makes a an attack with disadvantage at you and misses. Cool. I will lift the barrel. Okay. Now that's uh, with given your size, I think you could just probably lift it up, right? You're doubled in size. Yeah. I, like lifting up the barrel is just lifting up the barrel. You picked up an object. Cool. It's really heavy, though, and you're encumbered, yeah. but you have it. Awesome. No athletics okay. rule required. You pick up the large, giant, 10-foot diameter barrel, and you're like, Aah! as you grunt in strength, your neck pops out again, and uh, Nash is no longer a barrel hiding. <laughs> you lift it up, and Nash is hiding behind the barrel, looking up like, oh, shit. And then <laughs> as I pick it up, you're like, I gotta get rid of this chair. <laughs> and I'll turn around, put it on the ground, just push as hard as I can to at the chair and pod together. Okay, here we go with another barrel. Uh, improvised weapon attack, please. Alright. Ooh. Uh, well, a 20 not natural for the dex okay. ranged attack. Alright, roll your roll your weapon damage, please. So it's a d4 for improvised with the aim. So, four points of damage, but, you know, there's weight behind it and stuff. Sure, yeah, well, it hits her, you do four points of damage. <clears throat> okay. It hits her and sort of staggers her back a little bit as she has to take a step back, uh, separating her from the chair, and uh, the barrel, she sort of knocks the barrel to the side and it just hits the wall on the bottom side. Uh, perfect. Doesn't really break against her, but it runs into her, and, and she knocks to the side. Ah! I just wanted to free my friends. Now I'm gonna free your skeletons instead. <laughs> she yells out. All right, it is. Um, it's a, well, that can't be his turn. All right. Hope buttons appears and uh, you. No, sorry. Wait a second. You ready up, waiting for him, and you look to the left, look to the right, and as you look to the right, he makes an attempt to appear where you're not looking. But because you're ready to action, your metal hand rushes out in an attempt to grapple him. It's contest time. Are you ready? 
I have rolled. 23. All right. And I, sorry, I just got to get my modifier real quick. I have so many sheets open right now. Uh, yeah, 17. Nice. Your metal hand reaches out, wraps around his neck, and you now have a cat squirming like crazy in your neck. All right, cool. So my hand is going to get tighter and tighter and tighter until hopefully his little neck snaps. But while that's going on, I've got my bowie knife for my secondary attack. And I'm just going to be to him. All right, so you only have enough uh, running room to make one attack roll. So make the attack roll. All right, it is a 21. A 21. Perfect. Sorry, 21 points of damage? Oh, I wish. Uh, oh, 21 to hit. Oh, yeah. Roll, sorry, yeah, roll, roll your damage dice, please. Uh, nine points of damage, and I just want to bury it into his little chest and then just drag it down. Got him. Okay, so, um, yeah, did you roll the damage? Yeah, nine damage. Nine damage? Okay, so you, um, you stick the knife in him, and it, and he goes, it doesn't kill him. Uh, but you have damaged him with the knife. Uh, yeah, so you, you can't gut him just yet. Okay. But you, you've laid the first assault into him. Cool. And uh, then just... he now has disadvantage on any skilled dexterity checks to break the grapple. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I just want to see something. Okay, and as you go to do that he goes and he uh, he takes up one of his hands and he puts his paw his cute little orange tabby cat paw he puts it in your face don't even it's not cute alright and then a rainbow shoots out from his hand into your eyeballs and you now you've got this like everyone sees this large bright light of rainbow just color spray shooting into your eyeballs um Let's see. Right, he's Jubilee now. Everyone's favorite X-Man. Right. 30. Okay, how many hit points do you have? 38. Okay. Um, So you are affected by the spell. Um, Oh, wait, are we talking max or current? You're now blinded. Damn, okay. You are now blinded, so you can't see the blinded condition. Uh, again, we talked about it, but I've got to look it up again. Um, you just all you see is rainbows in your eyes, like you know when you close your eyes and look at the sun, and it's all just bright and okay, crazy. So um, you are now blinded, and then all of a sudden you feel the weight drop from your hand, and you close your fist as if nothing's in it. Wow. Okay. So he didn't break your grapple, but whatever magic he has casted upon himself has blinked himself outside to a different plane of existence, and therefore he doesn't need to break a grapple to leave. And your hand is empty. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You have PTSD. I'm sorry. It is now your your turn. It's Diane Talis' turn. (laughs) All right. Uh, I will go ahead and move up a little bit just so I can get a better view of Pod. And let's fire two Eldritch Blasts at her. Mm -hmm. Eldritch Blast the first. Natural 20. (gasps) Eldritch Blast the second. 
is a 16 plus 8 to hit. Yep, those sound like two hits to me. Alrighty. So you, get, you basically roll three rolls. Yep. So let's see what that does. So the, the crit is going to be... It feels like John's character can do like higher level riffs in Diablo than the other characters. Yep. Uh, get that feeling. Yep. Fourteen force damage, and six necrotic for the okay. first beam. Sure. The second beam is eight force damage to necrotic for a total of thirty points of damage. Sure, that sounds right. I think that's right. All right, it's light, streets of lightning shoot out from the darkness again as our stealthy Diantalas fires them out at Pod. It burns Pod's flesh. These ones hit, and you see creases and cracks open up in her chest. And she's like, ah! It's like flesh begins to bubble um, from from the force of the shock tearing her uh, tearing her in the thunder. Perfect. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Diantalas? You know what? Yeah. Let's go ahead and move a little closer. Diantalus is feeling good. He's de he's dealing some damage. So I've moved 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Where does that put him? Uh, we'll move one more just to be sure. And we will send out Diplomacy to Strike Pod as well. Okay, perfect. So that's going to be... Uh, 20 not natural to hit. All right. Uh, roll the... Sorry. Yeah, damage dice for diplomacy, please. Uh, that is... Uh, that is 6 piercing, 5 necrotic. Okay, so we'll... Uh, perfect. That's the damage. That's All right. the turn. Bok-Bok. Um, Bok-Bok's on top of uh, Pod at the moment, and he pun he continues punching in her other eye. And he does so. He begins punching her eye. As he grapples on top of his head and just try uses his claws to try and dig in. She's like, ah, ah, blinded and distracted, dealing with it. Uh... Now, Jolt is going to... Oop, that's the torch. <laughs> Jolt uh, circles around carefully until she can get line of sight on you, Hope. And she says, Now, now there. It'll all be over soon, child. And she moves to a place where she has line of sight on you. And this time she doesn't wait. She takes out both guns. Actually, she doesn't care about this chair. Um, it doesn't, she doesn't see it. Uh, she takes out both of her guns and fires on you, Hope, as you're in the corner. Okay. Good lord. And one of her guns jam. You hear a kick. Oh, no, wait. These guns can't jam. They're impervious to jam. <laughs> one of the shots just doesn't go off, and then she looks at it, then it goes off, and it shoots in the wrong direction. Six plus nine. Fifteen is your... Sixteen is, is your, my armor class. 16? Okay. So one bullet actually hits your armor and just and just lands in the armor. 
but doesn't hit you. And then it falls, ding, like it has crushed into a little thing, and then you see it okay. fall off. So I can hear it fall, right? Yeah, you hear it fall, and it's not in you. Okay. Um, she, but she's still motioning. This time she has her guns out, and she's sort of letting off shots. Uh, so the barrage will just continue at this point. Um, Nash, your turn. All right. Um, well, I need to move, so I'm going to move. Mm-hmm. Um... Is is Varel still double his size? Yes. He's still in you chair. Haven't taken any da- you haven't taken any damage as far as I remember. And he's still in chair form, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm no he's a human. He's a lizard. Oh, he's a lizard. Okay. He changed back a long time ago, yeah. <sighs> if I seem like I'm hesitant to kill Pod, it's because I am. Mm-hmm. So, now that we've got What's-Her-Name sitting over there, it's not sitting, but she's on that chair. <laughs> she looks like what was her name in that laugh-in show, where she'd sit in that giant rocking chair and pretend she was a kid. Anyway, no. uh, you I'm, can't you can't see the chair. Only only Varel sees the chair. Oh, oh, right, because it's yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, he's mentally affected. I'm gonna fire another firebolt right at her. Okay, uh, and to hit. Whoops. Will be eighteen. Ooh. Okay. And mm, yeah, it is a hit. Okay. So in that case, two D ten. Fourteen damage. Okay. Fire damage. Fourteen. All right, the, the firebolt, uh, you shoot it out, and this, this one hits her square in the back, and this is a grievous hit. As it hits her in the back and put, knocks her forward, she follow, falls a few steps, falls forward, loses her footing a little bit, but then gets back up, looks <clears throat> determined, still still determinedly looking at you, ignoring the damage from behind. Um, anything else you'd like to do in your turn, Nash? No, I'll stay there. I'm good. Okay, perfect. Um, as you shoot out the firebolt, pod waves her hands up and then brings them close together at you in a jet a, a stream of how do I describe this of like sort of yellowish green air shoots forth from her hands in all of your general direction uh, that's Nash, Stanley and Burrell Did she always have that ability? Just in tiny form? She's a pixie she had lots of abilities um, underutilized the pixie. What's that? I said underutilized her when she was small and helping me. All right, perfect. So um, she sends them forth, and she this she can she should be able to see Stanley because Stanley's or Diantalus is stand close to Nash. She puts Diantalus to sleep. I don't believe there's a save on sleep. I cannot be put to sleep magically. Nice. So she attempts to put you to sleep, and then you resist sleeping completely. She and you, she, she goes, Aah! and she runs in your general direction, um, carrying Bok Bok with her. Uh, she stampedes forward to you, and she brings both fists down to Hulk smash your head. Um, she has 
this isn't a grapple. She won't have. She has disadvantage due to blindness. Yeah, due to bok bok blindness. Yeah. Okay. B -b -b. So she. She smashes. She attempts to smash down in both her hands. She misses, and she hits the area next to you, um, and uh, and yells out in frustration. Ah! She smashes, trying to hit you, and can't find you. All right. Um, Hope, it's your turn. Okay, I'm still blind. What you see, you see the figure from your perspective. You see the back of Pod as as Pod smashing your companions in the background, but in the foreground, you see. Jolt, who's just been hit in the back with a firebolt and is somewhat staggering and starting to limp. She moves with the guns in her hand and she's cocking them to take another shot. All right, you. so what I'm going to do is I'm going to dash forward and throw myself into her and see if I can land on top of her. Okay, for a grapple, you want, you're attempting to yeah. restrain her. You want to jump yeah. on top of her. Okay, perfect. Let's do this. Okay, so for this grapple, since I'm using my arm, do I increase the strength roll for that? Does that count? No, the the advantage okay. you get on the arm is once you have them grappled, it's oh. hard for them to get out. Okay. Unless they have magic. As we learned, it's quite easy. But non-magical beings will have a hard time with your grip. Okay, so six. Um, well, that might be fine, because I'm just looking for my modifier. You might still make it. There's no modifier. Four. <gasps> nice. Yes! Nice. You you jump over to her. You you crash into her. It's awkward. And she drops both of her guns uh, as you... No, she drops one of her guns. Not both of her guns. Okay. As you jump on top of her, pinning her to the ground, you have another attack action as part of your two attacks. Grappling with the first yes, attack. Yes, I do. Okay, okay. So, um... How much control do I have over what kind of grapple I have her in? Uh, well, normally, um, it's her movement is zero, and you have advantage against attacks for her. I believe. Because I'm, I'm just wondering, can I describe where my knees right. are placed? Like, can I have her arms? Yeah, yeah, we're doing this. An, yeah, we're doing this as an epic thing. So. Um, okay, so I run, I dash at her, I jump on her, and I have her arms pinned with my legs. And I just start punching her face, just going to town. I know I only okay, get make, one attack, so it starts yeah, with the... make an attack roll. Well, you're punching her, so your damage will just be one plus your strength modifier. It's a one. <laughs> <laughs> I just got back from being blinded, so that's the excuse. Okay, so you go to grapple her. Uh, you start punching her face, and you whiff, leaving a, a wide opening for her to make a, an opportunity attack against you. Okay. And she takes that one gun that she has in her hand, she flicks a switch, and out of the handle of the revolver, a large knife shoots out, and she uses it to try and stab your neck. And I rolled a 20. Oh! And this one is vicious hurt. looking. Alright, just getting that just getting that calculation together. Just give me a quick second. Uh, where's my... Come on, y'all. Help me here. Cheat. Plus six. Okay. Um, you take 26 points of damage as the knife okay. cuts your throat. And uh, you begin bleeding profusely from the neck. Um, 
Does that put you into like a bloodied area? Just how much ammo do you have? Twelve. I'm at twelve hit points okay, out of fifty-two. Yeah. All right, excellent. So you it cuts you deeply in your throat. Um, you ignore it, but blood just begins dripping down on top of her from you. Uh, Good. From Does it kind of choke her a bit? No. <laughs> okay, I'm slowly no. leaning my neck over her face. Then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Now uh, we are a twenty, Scott. Uh, are we good to keep going? Do we have any appointments? Uh, I'm going to a dinner, but I don't, there's no hard time on it, so you're good. Keep going. Okay. All right. Um, perfect. That would be Hope's turn. Uh, it is now Varel's turn. Uh, it's attacking uh, Diantalus right now. P- Pod. Pod is attacking Diantalus. Yes, with Bok Bok attached to her face. I really want to help Hope. In my view, she's being attacked by the chair. Has the chair moved? Has it pursued? Nope, the chair is still there. Although, she actually, um, pardon me, but uh, she did take damage. I'm going to make sure... The Phantasmal Force is a concentration spell? Yeah. It is. The chair has disappeared from them. Sorry. I oh. failed to update that when, when um, Pod took damage last. All so right. the chair. You look over to the chair, and you see that danger enter your mind, and then the chair just sort of whoosh, vanishes. You All right, watch I, I... this... Hope gets stabbed in the neck. Yeah, but she's in grapple, and I would assume that this is while Jolt has not been honorable. Hope needs this victory. Uh, I am going to buttons. I am going to run over to Hope using my forty movement and prepare my action because I assume Buttons is about to attack. So I will prepare a double Maw Storm attack on Buttons should he appear to attack Hope or myself. If, if the or actually if, if buttons appears in my range, I will attack him. Perfect. Okay. Uh, very good. You can ready that action. Okay. I do. Excellent. Uh, and it is buttons' turn to appear, and buttons appears behind Hope. As Hope is like face down, getting stabbed in the neck, but holding Jolt down, buttons appears in the in midair in a jumping attack to land on top of Hope to do something. And Varel, you catch this. Having moved, you look for him. He appears to, uh, jumping behind Hope. It's a grapple that you're attempting? No, it's a double slam with the... Okay, you're going to try and... Ba- like, it's almost like yeah. baseball. The ball yeah, through, like, bat, as he's like... <laughs> jumping through the air. All right, <laughs> then, make, then make your two attacks. And I curse the universal Arcanum. <laughs> Natural 20 with a reckless attack. Yay! Okay, that's one attack, attack roll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll the damage for that? It might be all that's required. Okay. 10. 18. 22. Damage. All right. Um, as, the, as Buttons appears in midair, dagger aloft in the paw, and is floating through midair, the sword, your sword swing is true, and it slices through the air right where the cat's face is and you slice buttons clean into two salami slices and they go with the velocity going one way and the velocity of your sword going the other way the two slices split into two and two pieces of cat fly in two different directions 
as his life is ended yes. immediately and piece of cat piece of halved cat spine just sort of flicker around as the corpse hits the walls and splats into the mead on the ground and um, you successfully kill buttons freaking thank the thank Jesus Chrome oh there's totally a little anime like tear trail as I swung this okay. as I cursed the very school that my father figure was from excellent so you, you see a tear form in, in, in Varel's eye as he slices it. Um, that's awesome. Uh, uh, Giant Talus, it's your turn. You, you now, you're now, uh, Pod is above you, Giant Hulk Pod smashing the ground around you. Uh, you're, I'd say you're in extreme danger, but you always seem to be able to just get out of it. Much uh, I'm going to send Diplomacy right into Pod's back as the first action. Okay. Attack roll, please. That's going to be a 19 to hit. All right, make your damage. Uh, that is going to be seven, 11 piercing and 6 uh, necrotic. Okay. 11 piercing, 17. Okay. Was that a bonus action? Uh, that was a bonus action, as a matter. So, what else would you like to do? Uh, ooh, let's see here. Just kind of hoping that was gonna just do her in. Uh, well, we are too close for Eldritch Blast, so I will do Sword Burst, uh, which requires a Dex sixteen save. From her. Actually, no, I'm not gonna do that. Cause that'll hit Bok Bok as well. Shit. Uh I'll use my action to disengage. Nice. And okay. I will move. There are no barrels there anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. My bad for putting barrels on the map. I Either think... way, I'll go ahead and move. <laughs> I didn't over think there. like five of them were gonna get thrown around. <laughs> Just to They're be giant barrels. They're giant barrels. She's blinded anyway, so I'll just move. Uh, I'll move right. over there, and that'll be uh, that'll be that. All right. Um, Bok Bok continues uh, to keep uh, Pod blinded um, with his assaults on her eyes. Uh, Jolt, it's now her turn. So she's uh, she's had at you with the knife, and her since her success was true, she takes her other hand. It tries to sock you in the jaw. It's a hit. It'll be one plus your strength modifier. Which is zero. Uh, zero. It is zero. Okay, so um, she does one point thanks to the punch. I really didn't think that one through, but it sounded cool because you guys are like right? wrestling. Um, and then she will attempt to stab you with the, the, the hilt of her gun again which she does. It's a 23, so I can... Let me double check the amount of damage. Uh, so you take 10 points of damage. Okay. So again, she takes the knife, she punches you in the face, and the punch just served to distract you long enough as you're like, oh, 
And then she took the, kni- the, the knife again. She rammed it between your ribs and just, like, just drive the knife into your ribs as she stabs you again from above. Now you're bleeding from two places, three places, your nose, your neck, and your ribs. As blood just drips all over her, she's becoming covered in blood, and you're covered in blood. And she's on top of you. Uh, Nash, it is your turn. All right. It's a bad scene. Um, uh, hmm. I'm tempted to do a thing that I don't know what the reaction is because it's my new spell and I want to dink around with it, but I'm nervous. So, Bo, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. Ah. Let me just make sure I'm not stupid here. Let's do things. Imagine you had six seconds to make this decision or you lost <laughs> your turn. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to cast Alter Self on myself. Okay. And I'm going to change my appearance. Sure. Uh, I have three options. I can either create natural weapons, become aquatic, or change my appearance. And I would like my appearance to be that of... uh, Alter Self? Yeah, Alter Self. Okay. I'm going to turn... It's a shape-shifting, a shape-changing spell. I'm going to change myself into the spitting image of Pod as she currently is. So I want to be Pod. Now, it's not going to give me extra strength or anything like that. It's not going to give me her hit points. It's just going to make me look exactly like her to her, to everyone. Actually, to everybody, it'll look like her. So you can't appear as a creature of a different size than you. Oh. Where are you seeing size? Oh, I missed that. Crap. You transform your appearance. You decide what you look like, including your height, sound, or the voice. And change. It's not a dramatic change into something else. That would be like a polymorph. Shit. You can also appear as a creature of a different... You can't appear as a creature. And your basic shape stays the same. If you're bipedal, you can't use a spell to become quadrupedal, for instance. Yeah, so it's like it's it's for more for subterfuge the spell than it is for like an outright. You're thinking of like polymorph, which, mm-hmm. would, which she just cast, which should change you into something of your imagining. Yeah. Dang it. Okay, I was really. Uh, you can change about yourself that. into a version of her that is your height. Like you could change yourself to look like a bipedal, winged thing. That's close approximation to her, but smaller. Yeah, because she's humanoid looking. You could look humanoid. You could, I think you could change yourself to female as well, right? I mean, what I'm doing here is purely trying to play a mind game on her that it's all up to you. Yeah, you I can appear as a member of another race. So you can make yourself look like a pixie, even though you've never seen a pixie that's six to seven feet tall. What are you trying to accomplish? I'm, trying to, I'm trying to freak her out and make her think and make her think twice about it's like when they get the Hulk to calm down. Right. Do you know what I mean? And it may be a terrible idea, and since you're in charge well, it sounds here, like It sounds like you just need to hold your hand out and say some nice things to her. And, and not blow a, a spell slot for it. <laughs> Sun's getting real low, Pod. Um, Sun's going down. <laughs> actually, as much as I hate just it, totally taking that idea, I, I would like to do that. I'd like to try to reason with her. Okay. And I'm just I'm, I'm going to reach my hand out and I'm going to say, Pod, listen to me. Look at me. Listen to me. It's Nash. This isn't you. They've done something to you. Calm down. That sounds like persuasion to me. Yes, it does to me as well. 
So I would like to now roll persuasion. Hold on one second. That's a plus seven to 24, 23. Okay, so you begin walking towards her with your hand out, saying gentle things to her. And she stops smashing the area around where Diantalus was. She just looks with Bok Bok on her top her head as if she hears something. Okay. And then she she goes, who? And she looks at you and your eyes connect with hers. And you guys, she stops there just staring at you dumbfounded. Okay. Since this is a right, turn. Anything else can, you can do with your turn? It, oh, well, I don't know. I guess not. Okay. Um, I'll then just, it yeah, is. It's whoever else is next, I guess. It is her turn. Oh, boy. And on her turn, she's curious about what she's seeing. And so with your hand out there, she reaches out her hand and takes your hand. And you see her wings flutter. And that's her turn. Hope, it is your turn. Oh, shoot. Sorry. (laughs) I scared myself with a... Uh, let's see. <laughs> An additional action. Okay, I'll just, keep I just... Keep in mind, if to... you want to make any non-lethal attacks, you have to declare it before the attack. Yeah, totally. Um, so, the question I came across right before we got to my turn was, if I take my action surge, do I get two extra attacks or just one extra attack? Uh, action surge is where you get an, another action on your turn. Mm-hmm. And since I get two attacks okay. per action, so if you get if you get two actions, that means uh, if your attack action grants you extra attack, you can using that you get four attacks in a turn. Okay, cool. Uh, where's so the knife is still in my side? Has she let it go at all, or is she holding on to it? No, she stabbed you and pulled it out. It is it's not a it's not a stick it in and twist kind of situation. It's a wildly just trying to get you off of her by stabbing you and causing you pain. So she's already hit you three times. Okay, so this is going to look really messed up to her, I'm sure, because I'm just going to give a give her a big, toothy, bloody grin as I'm looking down at her, bleeding all over her face, and I've got my bowie knife, and I'm going to go to stab the arm she's been stabbing me with to kind of break it a little bit. So that's <laughs> okay. the first attack, and I'll see... <laughs> How this goes. Uh, let's see. Uh, is this non-lethal or lethal? Non-lethal. This is just trying to get her arm limp so she can't stab me anymore. Okay. All right, Make then this is going to be a you get 23. The, I believe you get it with advantage. Oh, cool. Uh, 23 is still the better one. Oh, you you should get it with advantage. Why does it say here grappling effect? That's a thing. I'm pretty sure you get advantage on these hits, though. Um, 23. Okay. Now roll your damage dice. Uh, five damage. Okay. You stab her arm and she drops the gun immediately. And she screams out in pain. Argh! And she looks at you and she just goes, just do it. Just end, just end it. Oh, no. Oh, just end oh it. no. No. <laughs> and I'll start running the knife upward in her arm. Okay. Oof. So this no longer requires your attack rolls as you've brought her down to incapacity. 
Just keep in mind, if you torment her too much, she may die. That's fine. At this point. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you want to you wanna cut her arm in half? Well, I'm not, just not, so... not sever length, lengthwise, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So let's, I guess we'll assume it's in by her elbow, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to start dragging it upward toward her shoulder. You do that. And Watching the pain in her face. And then the I'm going to spend my the action skin surge. Fl- peels oh, away. It's like, like, you know, when you cut steak or something, it's, it's in two, and then blood just gushes out. There's a bunch of blood just gushes out all over her arm. Okay, cool. So let's just, so that arm is pretty much incapacitated, correct? Yeah. Okay, so I'll pull the knife out, and I'll spend my action surge to just... Uh, <laughs> listeners, this is, might get a little dark, so turn it off if you can't handle it, okay? Um, and just take the knife and just start carving into her face. Okay, are you carving her skin in order to mark it, or are you trying to, like cut the skin so that you can remove the skin from her face? What's the... Not just deep gashes so she feels it before she bleeds okay. out. If you I put really a knife deep into face. someone's face, you probably hit brain or something important. Uh, is that okay? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I it ask, depends on how strong the stab the, is, right? The reason I ask is because I think you want to communicate with her, I think, or not. I'm just, just putting wanna, that out there. That Hope just wants to cause her pain. She that's why I'm, that's why I'm, that's why I'm asking if it's torment or if it's murder because the way you describe it sounds okay. to me like it'll kill somebody if you're sticking your knife into someone's head uh it's let's do more torment so so kind like, of if it's like a, you know that cut the skin that much far and in and, okay. yeah it's not gonna you. pierce the skull but all right you start cutting her face and having fun with the knife in her face uh, sinking in and she doesn't scream her eyes are her eyes seem in the face of death like she's staring you know like a warrior going to Valhalla would embracing it more so than you know embracing this fate more so than one of the squealing kind of people you might have met when you killed them they squeal like pigs yeah um, and she's gritting her teeth and she's like and as you do that she's grunting you're grunting and you're cutting her face up uh, meanwhile Pod uh, is reaching out towards Nash and they have each other's hand. I feel like this is a good place to leave it because there are actually no more assailants with buttons being dead. Mm. And with combat not necessarily being over, but with both enemies being incapacitated. However, there could be plenty of violence uh, next week. I think we leave it there because we could go where, you know, okay. Rover and it's time. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I want to. This is a good. I have all kinds of all kinds of resolutions in my head, and I and I don't know where this is going to go. So this is good. This is a good place. So there'll be a lot of questions, I'm sure. But hey, guy who wrote the email in, yeah, um, at the beginning, uh, what did he ask? Wait, oh, Different. was there something that the party could have done all along to figure out what was going on? Yeah, they could have turned on the shortwave radio instead of I stabbing know. George in the neck. <laughs> I tried to drop hints. That's a show! There will be dungeons! But that was Diane Talos. He doesn't give a crap. No, he doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't care. He literally did like 5 billion damage today. Yeah. As he does. Well, like that's, he does. That's what my job is. Yeah. You don't need to figure out puzzles when you can fire 15 Eldritch Blasts. Yeah, there you go. That's this right. Is also true. It's painful. 
Uh, well, there you go, everybody. That's There Will Be Dungeons for this week, episode 49 in the bag. Lots more to come. Great episode today. Totally enjoyed it today. And uh, more of this next week. We'll find out the fate of Pod and the rest of our crew. Next week on There Will Be Dungeons. Don't forget, we want your emails. Therewillbedungeons.com is the place to go. You can send your messages there. If you have thoughts and feelings online, you can put them on our Twitter account, which is over at There Be Dungeons. You can find all of our contact details at therewillbedungeons.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for, uh, I was going to say for Pod. I'm not going to, I'm feeling real feelings for Pod at the moment. For me, for Bo, for Kyle, for Kristen, and for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh.